not that long ago. And um, I'll let you cue it. <laughs> People love that when you do it. So go ahead, man. <laughs> we are live. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, as, well, there's people still in here. I didn't think people would be waiting that long. <laughs> the people, man. But hey, you know what? It's 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 for you, man. And um, thank you. You know, man. first off, I do want to start off by really, you know, really thanking you. I really appreciate you doing this. And while we let let it build up with people to get in here. Um, yeah, this, this is awesome. This is going to be fun. This is definitely going to be fun. Oh, we got Technoid in here. So let me just kind of go up over here. Uh, we got Kathy. Kathy's in the house. Hey, Kathy, what's up, Kat? We got, uh, we got Maverick. Uh, hopefully he's still in here. Baby Yoda, what's up? Brennan. Yeah, well, we still got, we got Maverick right there. Um, yeah, I got Technoid. Yeah. DJ Subwoofer. Yeah. Blowing them speakers, man. Straight up, bro. <laughs> 15s are better. Uh, we got Kimon. Kimon. Hey, man. Appreciate you being inside here. We got Alex. Uh, I was watching his Periscope not that long. Well, about an hour ago. What's up, so, Big Al? Jose. We got Jose Santana up in here. Brother Jose. Good man. Uh, Yeah. So we're still building up just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. But um, all right, everybody. So, like I said, uh, I'm going to pick the brain of the legend himself. <laughs> no, I call you a legend, man. Come because, on, man. <laughs> well, your community is solid. You know, you have a lot of charisma. And you have a lot of people. You're just magnet. You're just a magnet. And so, um, I wanted to throw some questions at you today. Uh, these are all questions from fans. Nice. About 15 of them. All right, let's do this, man. Uh, and by the way, he has he has no idea what these questions are. We're I haven't gonna, seen them. I haven't seen them. We're gonna hit him with that with that good reaction to these questions. <laughs> um, also, everybody, um, so the 15 that I'm gonna throw out here, we're actually doing 20 questions. So he's going to pick five questions out of the chat after we do the 15. So think of your questions that you really want to know from the man, the legend himself, and get those questions ready. So when it's open for them, you drop your questions. And, uh, yeah, he'll pick oh, them bruh. and answer. <laughs> bruh. But only five, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, I'm do- just the five. All right? I'm paying five. more than the five. <laughs> you know, I don't want it to go to a point where, like, everyone has a question and just all pop at the same time, and there's, like, another 15. Right, man. That'd be right. Crazy. yeah. Yeah, the random rapid fire, you know. Rapid fire question, rapid round. All right. Question number one, is your name really Sneed? If not, how did you come up with the name? So like any good nickname, there's always a story, you know, and and a good nickname, somebody gives to you. All right. You don't build your own nickname. All right. That was one thing I always had with like Kevin Durant when they were trying to call him the Durantula and they were trying to come up with some cool name, Slim Reaper. They were giving him these cool names. And he's like, nah, I'm KD. Like, he gave himself that nickname. That's not good. That's not real. You know, that's not how those th- types of things are derived and, and developed. So the name Sneed comes from the name of the famous great golfer, Sam Sneed. So my name is Sam. So where this comes from, it originating from Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, the wow. old Super Nintendo game. You could take Sam Sneed and Home Run Derby. 
So I would take Sam Snead and Homer and Derby and blast like 720 foot bombs, right? And Homer and Derby. And my cousin would play with me, who was a little bit older. He was he was high school age. I was like in middle school. And we'd play Homer and Derby, and I would just whoop on him. Like I'm hitting like 43 home runs. He's hitting like 11. He's taking the guy whose game it is, Ken Griffey. I'm taking Sam Snead, the golfer, and just blasting shots. So yeah, man. I uh He's like, he just started calling me Sneed one day. Like he, he wasn't even calling me Sam anymore. It was just Sneed. So it was the evolution. It was like a three-step evolution of the name. It went from my real name, which is Sam, yeah, to uh Sam Sneed the golfer, based on the video game Homer and Derby player, to just Sneed. You know, and <laughs> that was that's how it happened, bro. So I was just like when I was driving the channel name, I'm just like, man, you know. I could be Sam Mobile. I, I could have been, you know, something. I don't know. I could have shortened it, SM Mobile or something. But I was just like, you know what, man? It was a cool name the way it happened. I'll just yeah. go with Sneed Mobile Tech. You know, that's that is that is pretty <laughs> cool, man. That's pretty cool. But you know what? Like, I don't know. Just hearing, you know, like Sam Mobile or that, it just doesn't it doesn't roll right with me. Sneed is just yeah. stands out, man. Yeah, man. And as a matter of fact, on a side note of that. Um, I went to, uh, you know, see what I can find on, on Google. So I did a Google image search. And when I put in Sneed Mobile Tech, you would not believe how much stuff pops up with you, man. Even <laughs> even your, uh, your um, the picture profile for yeah. um, Anchor pops up, man. Everything. Yeah. So so the, that that comes up with the giraffe and Yasmin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. And then the picture that my student drew, this was probably like three or four years ago. He didn't uh-huh. do his homework, dude. He drew me as like DJ Khaled. And it was a, he literally drew me and it's really good. It's just a sketch, but it's so good. Yeah. And it says we the best and it's me. And I'm like, dude, you seriously drew this instead of doing your homework. He goes, you know, I don't really like the content. You know, he's telling me, he's like, no disrespect. You're like the coolest teacher I got, but I don't like biology. I'm like, so you drew me? He goes, yeah. And I was like, all right, bro, look, I'm going to use that for my channel art. I'm going to give you credit for doing your homework. <laughs> Jeez, man. So, so there's a student from your school that can literally say that, you know, that his teacher, who's also a YouTuber used his art. Yeah. That's and he was, he, he's a fa- a very talented uh, artist. Like he can draw. I mean, he did it in five, 10 minutes, you know, sketched it out. It looks great. It's, it was a cool uh technique too the way he sketched it so yeah uh, i i really do hope that he was able to exploit his skill and become an artist and take advantage of that because he was very talented wow now that's like a bonus answer to that question so if people were wondering about that that sketch now they got the answer to that and that's a given yeah man (laughs) oh shoot we got some ones here number two a cliche question when did you decide to do youtube and why uh four years ago four years ago i mean uh i i'd been consuming the content for years i've been on youtube since the the platform started so you got to keep in mind we're about the same age group tito so we were the the renaissance of youtube the 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 small creator the the upload the video get it out 480p you know like yeah <laughs> 360p you know so i started consuming content and uh it was right when i was in college you know, it was in the heart of my college years, you know, and yeah. I still had a BlackBerry, you know, and I was using Wi-Fi and unlimited plans were a pipe dream. You know, you had like a three gig plan or a five gig plan. And, uh, 
you know, I was consuming content and I was watching videos and I liked a lot of cre- different creators and I started to kind of get into like network technology because yeah. I felt like this was something that needed more. Uh, I needed more understanding with. So I was just reading all the time. I was absorbing material from articles and I was learning about the technologies or from studies like looking up a term, looking up a word, looking up a technology. How does it work? Which carriers are deploying which frequency bands and all this other stuff i'm like you know what man i can make a lane with this you know it's gonna help others anyways i'm a i'm a teacher by trade i might be able to help somebody maybe somebody's watching and they'll listen so i did and i ain't gonna lie bro i thought i could do it better than than others right like if anybody's gonna make a channel like this i felt like i could do it the best like i would try really hard to do it the best i don't know if i'd ever be the best i just I always strive to do things as best as I can. So that way, at the end of the day, I'm not going to say I just half-assed it. You know, I did my best with it, and it was the best effort possible. And I've done that with with all elements of my life. I did it with my bachelor's degree. I'm doing it with my master's degree. I do it with my career. I started at a crappy charter school. I ended up going to a public school. I ended up teaching at the school next to where I grew up, a very prestigious school. I've upgraded and worked so hard every step of the way, but I've always felt like I've earned it. And that's, that's the best thing. I always wanted to earn my subs. Yeah. You know, I don't have fake subs. There's not one bot subscribed to my channel. I never paid for a single subscriber or a view. Do I ask people to subscribe? Yeah. A reminder. If you like this content, consider subscribing. Do I ask you to view? Absolutely. It's good stuff. I put work into this. And if you're into network technology, I think I can offer something to you that you could enjoy and appreciate. Maybe make you a more informed consumer. You know, so and I try to be a one-stop shop. I don't not that I don't want you watching anybody else's videos, but I want you to know that when you watch videos on my channel, you will leave knowing as much as you need to to be more informed. So you know that and that's just that's just that's me that's kind of that's how i do it i've never done anything 10% i've always done everything 100% cuz you can't go more than 100% yeah you know? so i've always tried my best and that's what i do yeah the interesting thing is is that um and this is why i gravitated towards your channel i mean you know you say that you know the the growth of your channel what you wanted to do the amount of effort that you put into it all that can be felt just watching one of your videos no just way. Well, yeah, that's just, pretty amazing, man. I I mean, that's a great compliment, you know, and I know I don't high, have like super high production value. I don't have a studio. You know, I don't have special lights. I don't have special cameras, DSLRs. You know, my microphone is only a hundred and fifty dollar microphone. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I bought a dual monitor desktop with some of the AdSense I've generated and my patrons. I've reinvested. I've put some sound in here i got some lighting you know i I purchased a you know a more organized desk like i've put back into this thing just to make it better so i'm more comfortable when i work and i produce content so that way it's better it's a better product when you feel good you perform well you know so i've i've tried to make it that way and uh i reinvest into the people too you know like they invest in me i have the best community on youtube i don't think it's even close I look MKBHD, these big creators, man, they're cool, bro, but they don't have a community. And I do. 
Like these people appreciate me. They like my videos. They share my videos. They give donations. I mean, they know who it goes to. They know it's for Yasmin, but they're just so supportive and they thank me and I thank them. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is. And, and, you know, you, we've talked about this whole magnetic thing. I just think it's positivity and good people. And that's what makes it magnetic. Yeah. Had to do something really quick just because. Oh, uh, good. We'll keep it moving, bro. The whole the whole comments was just really erupting. And, you know, everybody, sorry, you know, that it's happened. We're rolling, yeah. bro. We're good. Yeah. We're, we're going through. So I took yeah. care of that. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this question I find very interesting. Um, so there are people who want to know if you and JG are real brothers. No. we're not real brothers no but i mean i feel like i mean i i i definitely feel like we are brothers uh i think he may have been one of the most influential people to me on the platform he told me everything here's what you're gonna see here's what you're gonna watch out for this is going to happen here's what i recommend here are some things i suggest he taught me so much and he included me and he gave me a chance you know these are investments that he made in me when nobody else would right like nobody was collaborating with me nobody was speaking to me i didn't have any type of connections the community was just kind of forming was very green and uh man he's like dude it's only a matter of time he goes you're gonna blow up he goes, there's just going to come a point <clears throat> where your channel is going to hit the algorithm. Somehow, some way, it's going to catch like tires and it's just going to go. And I was like, man, I, I really hope he's right because, you know, there was a lot of hard work and research and I was doing live streams and I was producing videos and I was editing videos and I was buying equipment and all this was happening and it wasn't catching for a while. So, and that's, these are things that I've also given to the newer creators, like those that are just kind of getting into the community. Yeah. The only thing that you can control about your channel when it comes to like the YouTube algorithm, you know, trying to get more views and subs, the only thing you can do is create content. You can't control anything else. So instead of worrying about all the other ancillary things, focus on what you create. Make it high quality, make it something people want to watch because they're investing their time. They could watch any video. They could subscribe to any channel. They could do anything with their time. They could go to the bathroom, but you want to make them watch your video before they even go to the bathroom. They get a notification from your channel. They rush to watch it, you know, and that's what I've always tried to create uh, a, a buzz about my video content. That's like, what's up next on Sneed's channel? What's he going to do next? What's the next video? Uh, to me, that's all positive, you know, and, uh, you know, JG, he gave me that insight. And then if I it, maybe if I didn't get that insight, then maybe I wouldn't be where I'm at now. So I've always been very gracious for him teaching me some of those things and then also teaching me things I got to avoid because he explained them to me. I got to avoid some of the horrible things about YouTube and these, some of these creators. Yeah. You know, there's clicks and there's people that are dangerous, you know, and dangerous. I mean, like they'll tell you one thing, but they really mean another thing or They'll tell you what they want you to know, but they're going to keep certain things from you, you know, and there's some that'll yeah. even hurt you, you know, so 
And I got to avoid all those people, <laughs> which is, that's why I say he was so valuable to me at that point in time. Like, yeah. I, I think I might have a feeling of some of those that you're, that you're talking about. Yeah. I got to put them on blast, mm-hmm. but we'll compare notes one day on that. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I had to make Techno a, a mod because I guess uh, any of the other mods that I have are not in here. So Yeah, Technoid. Technoid the homie, bro. He's got the wrench now, so people act out of line, he, he's going to get them. <laughs> yeah. So that's – but I know what you mean by that, by like, um, you know, coming in and into into YouTube, coming into tech space, fresh, new, you know, you, you're very optimistic about the things you want to do. And you're like, hey, you know, you, you see all these other guys are doing and you're like, you know, God, I would love to collaborate with them. You know, um, there's there's stuff that I know, because, I mean, one thing I'll tell you right now, there's there wasn't a person that I knew on YouTube that was covering the things that you're covering. Like everybody was the same thing. New phone, mm-hmm. flagship, new tablet, new mid-ranger, new budget. There wasn't anyone that was like going the extra mile to explain the network, how companies, you know, like the business etiquette side of it. Mm-hmm. And then also like the actual network itself, like, you know, the LTE bands, explaining what MIMO is, explaining what carry aggregation is, explaining, you know, the different types of uh, LTE bands there are, what is a TDD, what's FDD, mm-hmm. you know, those mm-hmm. things that you've been going into depth in it. Like I said, I learned from your videos, which helped me with my videos. Cause now when mm-hmm. I, see a phone that says oh it's you know uh, you know back in the day it was like what like two by two carrier aggregation or like 20 by two or something like that and i'm like two now two, i know yeah. exactly what it means yeah yeah i've always i've always tried to i've always looked at it as in, just informing the general public i don't feel like people know enough about it so if if i have ten thousand subscribers that watch all my videos and for the most part most do right like most of my videos reach a thousand two thousand views so now, a lot of them are T-Mobile views, which I don't know how much you're actually learning <laughs> when you're, yeah. I mean, you're learning about the company, obviously, but uh, when it comes to like the network technologies, those videos typically see like a thousand to 2000 views. I just, I want more people to understand these things because when they go into these cell phone stores, when they're searching for phones and making decisions for on devices they'll own for two years, I hope you know what you're buying because most people are informed when they go to buy a car. Most people are informed right. when they want to buy a house. You don't just blindly purchase things. Yeah. You should treat your cellular technologies the same way because you're going to finance it over two years. You know? Yeah. Um, There's not a lot of people yeah. who think that way as far as other content creators. They're, they don't really look, they don't approach it in that aspect. I think that's what really makes you stand out from a lot, which is something I said in a video I dropped today, you know, about one of the, the hard things about the tech space is standing out. Mm-hmm. And right now, like if anyone was to ask me, like who stands out currently right now in the tech space, your channel is the one I'm going to say because it does. Yeah, I wonder. Out. I wonder how others see it. You know, I respect your opinion, but you're also my friend. You know, so you're also watching they all my content. If they say something else, they'll get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> you know, and that's but but you watch all my content. You know, yeah. because you're you're also probably aware you're like, I can't really miss one of Sneed's videos because if I do, it might be a piece of the cellular puzzle. I think you also yeah. understand that. But there's some people who just kind of casually watch and maybe they watch out of my five or six videos during the week. 
maybe they only watch two or three based on the topic that they want to watch. Like maybe it's only the T-Mobile videos they watch. Maybe it's only the AT&T videos. I'm trying to create a community that wants to watch all videos because they know that it's going to impact technology development, network progress, 5G innovations, LTE evolution. Like there's so many different things, you know? So because if AT&T is doing it, it's not just an AT&T thing. What is Verizon's answer? What is T-Mobile's answer? You know, what uh, if there's a new technology, T-Mobile claims up oh, standalone 5G. Well, maybe somebody doesn't even know what that means. Do they walk away from that or do they want to learn what it is? You know, so yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to create community that is inquiring about those things and wants to learn new stuff that they don't know. Because I'm sorry, man. There are some YouTube viewers that only want to hear the things they already know. <laughs> which is weird to me, which is strange. Like you're never going to learn anything. Like you're going to learn by accident. You're never going to actually learn with intention, which is yeah. okay. It's okay to learn by accident, but what are you doing for the other 99% of the time when you're actually trying to, like, you <laughs> like, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, if you learn by accident, you're, you're going to know very little, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, like yeah some some of them you pretty much know who they are because uh you know they well at least i i can figure them the ones that always tend to think that you dislike uh t-mobile but we'll get into that a little bit later because that is yeah. one of the questions on here um and i think you pretty well well not really i mean you did explain some of it but we'll just let you go more in depth on it because they want to know how did you learn about the network technology like they did inquiring searches you know i would hit google i would look up um you know a new technology that showed up in an article that i didn't know what it was yeah you know so what the heck is mimo you know what the heck is the ca what does it stand for carry aggregation well, what the heck is that come to find out it should probably be named something else it should be called yeah. band aggregation you know, but if yeah. but it's it's a technical term. You don't rename a technical term. You know, you don't go to Muhammad Ali and say, "Well, that's not a right hook." You know, that's that's a that's a that's a okie doke. You know, or something. You don't rename something that's been already named. So, yeah, I mean, I had to go in. I had to learn these things, and in the process of learning it myself, is when I also became a creator. So I was in the early days. I was learning on the job. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like. If so, first, the channel started as just like a news bulletin, like oh, this happened, this happened. Then I was like, this this is gonna get boring quick. It literally a two minute video saying what the news is, but there's no there's no introspective view, there's no analysis, there's no but like you can even offer a summary after a two minute explanation, but you know you got to put things and frame it into perspective. So that's what I would do. I would start putting in my my perception what i how i see it and where i think it's at so like let's say for example verizon launched millimeter wave you know millimeter wave two cities boom that video's done in a minute well yeah let's much. talk about the technology right so let's make a video on what millimeter wave is let's talk about microwaves let's talk about you know how high of the frequency it is let's talk about the licenses that verizon holds Let's take a look at the hardware. How does this propagate? What is propagation? How wide are these channels? What is a channel? You know, like there's so many things and it becomes common language now, two years later. Right. But there was a process, 
right? It had to be learned. It had to be researched. And then it had to be explained, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've got this next question. Um, so the next question is, are you married? <laughs> yep. I'm married. Been married for a while. Yeah. I've been married to a wonderful woman and God bless her putting up with my nonsense. <laughs> I got a hard head, Tito, man. Yeah. <laughs> I say this. You know, to the person that, that sent out that question, um, yeah, now I know you're not following him on social like Twitter and stuff on or in Periscope. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> they they, that, that, most people, yeah. Most people would have known that. I think anybody who's been watching my live streams definitely knows. Uh, so um, another one. Oh, next question. What's your favorite tech sites? tech sites i love fierce wireless fierce wireless.com i love uh uh what's that other one um light shed i uh, like those guys over there mike dano walt Pichek. like those guys too um other than that i mean i i follow the i mean it's in my google news feed so yeah. i'll end up on places like the verge and bgr they they give you know like these leaks and stuff. So I I see what's going on in that way. I don't call them dependable. You know I wouldn't I wouldn't cite them as like oh this is 100 percent fact until they actually get the devices. So you know but they are they're they're outlets that I do read and I follow. Uh, but in terms of the network stuff, FierceWireless.com uh, and then Lightshed they're phenomenal. Uh, there's a couple other ones, uh, but they're very similar. You know yeah and um. But I, I frequently I, I'm I'm on websites that are like explaining technologies and I'm looking at spectrum license holdings, you know, like like geeky, nerdy stuff that like if I brought it to the channel, my that video would get 300 views. But like that's the stuff to me allows me to make certain predictions, you know, so when I get on my live streams and I get on my channel and I make videos and you guys are like, where's Sneed coming up with this? He's saying that T-Mobile's got 16, 18 months to catch up to Verizon AT&T. Where do I come up with that research? Yeah. How much, how much spectrum does T-Mobile hold? When does Verizon have the availability of spectrum to deploy new? Cause that's what, you know, like, so the window, how do I create this prediction? It's just based on research and reading. And that's the thing. I'll take all of that, read it myself, process it, and then turn it into a five minute video. What took me maybe an hour to research and then maybe 30 minutes to write notes and build a script. I do all of that to give you five minutes. You know, so when you guys are watching a five minute video, it might take me a couple hours to put together the story and build the script and master the content. And then I got to make it entertaining. You guys are coming to see me. So my voice, my likeness, my energy, my delivery, the fact that when you watch and listen to me, you can understand every word I say. I don't mumble. There's clarity to the spoken word. That's not, that's not by chance. I have a job that requires me to communicate effectively. And I went to school. I went to college. I got a degree. You learn all those subtle things that you were like taken for granted, right? Like they matter. People come back because of clarity and understanding and delivery, you know, and tone, you know, and I don't want to overstate it, but those are things yeah. that go into somebody returning and saying, I like Sneed's videos. Dude knows what he's talking about. He's a credible source. And 
he's not annoying and he's not, you know, he's, you know, all these other whatever negative things they could think of, you know, that aren't good or whatever. I, I would yeah, if you agree with me, you're not ever would ever be considered annoying. I mean, <laughs> there's, just, there's just it's interesting because you kind of killed off three questions in that answer already. So, wow, my I'm bad, bro. Oh, no, that's that was totally fine, dude. Like, I mean, like, you know, just the flow of the dialogue is actually pretty good, too. I really like that. Just, but it's interesting you say that because, um, you know, first of all, we're not going to give away all your, 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 your tips and your secrets, you know, you got to keep some of that for yourself. But right. the fact is, I don't think people re- really ever think just about like how much work goes into what you do in, in that whole statement. You know, you just basically give everybody an insight of what you do to bring them a video research. Yeah. You know, I don't think anyone even, no one even knew that you actually, you know, like, prepare scripts something that you know like a guideline to follow so you're not like me who's like all over the place because i script nothing so i'm like my adhd takes control of me and i can go far left and have to come all the way back but like and i i had a feeling it was something like that like a structure going on because you can go from beginning to end of your video and keep it all linked and intertwined together where it's not just sprouting off different ways and that's to me, that's actually pretty cool because I'm getting everything delivered. It's like having, you know, a three course dinner meal given to you in order your appetizer, yeah. your main entree, and then wrap it up with the dessert. It's like the the coolest thing. <laughs> I try to I, I try to keep it organized. You know, you don't want to lose people. You know, you don't want the reason that they stop watching because they can't tie up all these loose ends. There are moments I'd say like live streams, let it ride. Let it flow. You're 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 interacting with your 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 viewers and subscribers. That should be like that sometimes, you know. Unless you have a plan of attack that you're trying to do, you know. But honestly, man, straight up, the structure is all planned. You know, I I have a. I mean, this goes back to my teaching, my profession. Like kids, when they get structure, they succeed. Sometimes right. it's literally they just have to know what to anticipate. A, B, C, D. You don't do B until you do A. You know, one, two, three, four. You do one, then you do T. Then you, it's. I know it seems elementary, but that's the best way to do it if you have a goal to reach. You know, it's very difficult for most people to do the scatter thing, right? You end up leaving things untouched and undone. That's yeah. how it is for me. There's a reason why I structure it. Because I don't want it 90% complete. I want it 100% complete. So that's how I can ensure that I can do that. Linear, sequential, you know, and there's a process to it, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, all you guys in the chat are enjoying this as much as I am because, like, the mind of Sneed is very <laughs> interesting. It seriously is. I'm I mean, just an average dude, man. That's That's... <laughs> Well, I mean, you it's, know, it's flattering, or, man. I, I can't say I, I can't remember any time I was really interviewed like this. So this is pretty cool, man. It's a unique experience, bro. I appreciate you having me on and doing this. Well, of course. Well, actually, um, everybody wanted it. Like, no I, way. I, I, I could see it. I can see it in people. I've gotten like when I put it out there that I wanted that I wanted questions. I got questions. Wow. And I'm I mean, surprised, actually. I didn't think anybody gave it about me. <laughs> and I got questions, bro. I got yeah. questions. Yeah, that's a list, man. Like, wow. Um, <laughs> but I mean, this this is like, um, you know, again, it it, go, it goes back to your community, man. I mean, there's there's so many people that, you know, they go into your videos 
to learn, uh, you know, what, what you're talking about in your video and then they come out totally changed. And that's what happened with me. You know, if I can speak from my experience, I'd say that, like I went in like, okay, you know, JG, you know, told me to, you know, check this guy out. Um, the topic seems cool. I'm going to go in, maybe I'm going to learn something new. And then I came out like completely different, like changed, like really changed. Cause I'm like, Whoa, it's not just about the information you're given, but it's, it's uh, the community that you have built behind you. Like, and, and one of the cool things about it is, is that you, you know, you have this community, but you don't put yourself that you stand above them. You put yourself inside of it. Yeah. With everybody. I, 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 I mean, I proclaim that I'm a man of the people because I'm one of the people, you know, how, how can I act superior or above or better than I, I I think I would be, that's disingenuous to pretend like you are better than the average person when you indeed are the average person born of woman, (laughs) you know, and you will return to the earth the same way, you know, and, and man, I, I don't know how you could be good to people if you think you're better than them. You'd never be good to people if that were the case. You'd always feel like they were sub- subordinate to you, you know. So, I I just I can't be that way. And I interact with anyone. I interact with my patrons. I interact with my viewers, subscribers, Twitter. I mean, I even engage trolls sometimes just to let them know that I don't want them to hurt themselves. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'll engage them because I know they just want to interact with someone, and they don't know how to do it positively, so they just want to antagonize. And I'll just, I'll, I'll try to diffuse. I'll try to look, man, you know, some people you can't help, but you know, you try, you know, but literally I, I analyze stuff like that. Like I, maybe that made somebody like, here's what happened, man. I used to have this troll, bro. And he used to come onto my comments, talk smack and he would get a razz out. I, I could literally sense him smiling and laughing in the comments that he was making. And somebody like one of my friends, somebody was like, Yo, Sneed, don't respond. Like, he's getting a razz at you. I'm like, you don't understand. If I don't respond, he'll stop watching my videos. I know these trolls. He's here for this purpose. So I would put a smiley face. I would put LOL. And he would keep, <laughs> and it was starting to get mad. You know, he's like, you're the only big YouTuber that I know that hearts everybody's video uh, statements. That I, he was getting mad. And I'm like, bro, don't get mad. I don't want you to go. I need your viewers. Like he got mad. He stopped watching, bro. You know? And it was, it was like, it it was like bittersweet. You know, I got rid of a troll, but you know, I wasn't really trying. I don't know. man. The reverse effect. Cause like, like most YouTubers that just can't, you know, handle the heat, they'll, they'll block them. They'll get rid of them. You know what I mean? Like they're just out of there, you know? I Um, let him know that I appreciated him. You, know? you wanted him to stay, but it had but it had the reverse <laughs> effect that the ones that block do. Yeah, <laughs> so left. apparently that's how to handle a troll if you don't want him, man. <laughs> Kill it with kindness. Kill it yeah. with kindness. Straight up, man. My friend calls it the kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Uh, I, had, I had to start this question because um, this one is from Lawrence. Um, he wants to know, how do you manage three jobs? Teaching? working at the running the bakery and working at the bakery and then YouTube. Like how do you find the time in a day to do all this? Let's make it four jobs. Cause I do iPhone repairs, you know, whenever they, they happen to come around, like somebody knows that I do them. I'll, I'll do repairs, iPads. Yeah. <laughs> so I do that too. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So literally I just keep on doing stuff. I just don't stop. You know, like the moment you sit down and stop, 
you know, if you're somebody who's normally very busy, mm-hmm. it's a strange, it's a strange feeling. You're like, why is everything not moving right now? You know, why, why do I not feel like there's hecticness going on? You know, it almost becomes normal at that point. Like I need to be doing something because I normally, normally am, you know? So like right now I'm taking two master's courses and they're my last two. So it's absolute mayhem in my life, but it's been mayhem in my life. I've been busy for a long, I've been like this since high school because I was working in high school and I was studying in high school and I was getting into college and then I was working in college. I worked 70 hours a week in college and I took 18 credits every semester for six years because I changed my major twice (laughs) and I paid for all of it and I had no debt coming out of college and I had all these things that I wanted to do, but it, it takes a lot of work and you just get used to being so busy. Because if you're driven, you put all things aside and you just make it happen. Yeah. I don't I don't ask questions, bro. I'm about that action. So if I don't want debt, I was working while I was in school. And even when I was not married, I was working hard for the future of my life, which was getting married, which was paying for a wedding, which was buying a car, which was buying a house, which was paying for master's courses. I worked construction for three summers straight, you know, my first three years teaching. And then I got married. Right. And then I was working at the bakery. I was working at the bakery before while I was going through college, before I started working full time as a teacher. I've just always been busy. So the moments that I do have feel strange where I'm not working or I'm not doing something like (laughs) literally in January. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself because I'm going to have a master's degree. I'm going to have no classes to take. And then. It's just going to be the bakery and my regular job. Like, I'm not, I'm going to be like, what do I do? You know, like this is. <laughs> oh man. Like, yeah. interesting. Interesting on that part, because literally like there's always been that saying, right? Like if you're, if you're not making moves, if you're standing still, you're going nowhere, you know? Facts, bro. Facts. Um, and you are, you define that so well because just from sharing that from the fact that you always, you know, even working while going to school, you know, you're, you're constantly always having to do something to progress. And I think that's like the main thing is progress. Like even, even mapping out your future before, like, you know, today's society, they've been conditioned to just worry about now and tomorrow will take care of itself. And you're still going by what I guess most people say is, is like the grassroots mentality for men, which is, you know, you're going to marry one day. You know, Mm -hmm. you're going to have a family. So Mm -hmm. you need to start now. So you increase your holdings so that the woman that you find who, you know, is becomes the the owner of your heart, she can live comfortably. Because that's what I think, you know, all men want. They want their wives, they want their kids to live comfortably. So Mm -hmm. they work 10 times harder if they need to. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 I think you're right about that. I think a lot of that is spied on. You know, that's that's insight to the drive of somebody. I mean, you could, anything can drive you. It just depends. You know, everybody's a little different. I, I just knew what I wanted and I was willing to get it at all costs. I was going to sacrifice everything. I didn't hang out. I didn't kick it with my friends that much. I did occasionally, but it was not often, you know, and I was just always busy and I had a great role model, man. My dad works as hard as I do and he's over 60 years old, you know? So, and I watched him my whole life growing up he was providing and he was an amazing dad and he was there for me and he taught me and 
showed me and all these things. I just want to do the same, bro. <laughs> I just want to be the same. I want he's my hero, bro. I just I want to be somebody's hero. You know, my my daughter, my future son or another daughter, whatever the case may be as the family grows, we'll see. But you know, that's and and maybe as a teacher, maybe you influence a kid's life positively who doesn't have positive role models. You never know. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, wow, that's that's interesting. That's something we have in common because my dad is my rock. Like my dad's my hero. Yeah. Um, and he's very modest about it because he's like, you know, um, like for me, I've I've told my dad, you know, that uh, when uh, when it comes to his time, like, and I told this to the rest of my family members, I'm like, when that time comes and uh, it's time for him to go, I told him, oh, everyone, stay away from me because for the first month or so, I'm gonna snap because I'm really close with my dad. I love my dad. Yeah. And uh, that's cool that your dad's your hero too, man. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, these are the best thing that ever, you know, like you think about your parents, you know, you think about your brothers, your sisters. These are people that you didn't choose to be in your life. They, they're they there for a reason, you yeah. know, and you want to talk about like loyalty and what family is. I love friends. You know, I got a couple of good friends. I have a few, you know, like, I mean, I have like, you know, friends like, you know, Tito and Carlos. I mean, we're not like in close proximity, but we are friends. But, yeah. like, I have a couple of friends that I could say that I grew up with. But family, bro, I mean, I feel bad for people that don't have it. Because you didn't choose your family. So if you made it up till now with your family, you've been through a lot. Because life happens, bro. And you get through things and you learn things about yourself and each other in that process. And that's, there's nothing like it. Those real life experiences, those things that occur, tried and true. You know, you build callous, you get tough, you get resilient. Your heart opens up in certain ways. You learn things about yourself. I keep calling back to that because in those moments, you learn things that you didn't know, you know, internally even, you know? So yeah, man, it's uh, (laughs) like my, I have, I have three brothers. I have a sister. I have my parents. There's nothing more important to me. My wife, my daughter, I I didn't choose them. This is who we are. I don't go against the grain. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Somebody comes up against the fam. It's not going to end well. (laughs) Uh, You know, this is going to be bad. You know, and I I just put everybody on notice. So don't even try him or his family. uh, (laughs) Fair warning. Somebody's got to go. You or me. (laughs) And it's not going to be me. Uh. -uh. It ain't you, man. It definitely, you know, you got family. When you got family, man, when family's tight, dude, you can you can achieve so much. But you're a special case because you got family and you got the SMT nations. So That's right. Bro. You, Back it up. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, dude. That's that's awesome, man. Um. Well, I mean, you killed some of the some of the questions with the answers you gave. Still got a couple of here. So I guess what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go with the last couple of that we have here. I'll let you pick five. And then uh, we'll do like a Russian roulette thing. We'll just let people's questions come and I'll hit stop and I'll appear on the screen. <laughs> Let's do that. Man. All right. Um, so uh, somebody was curious to know this, which I, I think you've mentioned this multiple times. So maybe they're new to the channel. Um, they want to know, well, why do you pre- why do you prefer Android over iOS? I prefer certain Androids over iOS. Uh, certain versions of Android. I prefer Googly Android over iOS. I prefer Moto's Android over iOS. I prefer 
OnePlus is Android over iOS, but I prefer iOS over Samsung's Android and LG's Android. Uh, you know, so it, it, it's kind of like the flavor of the Android. It's very dependent. Yeah. And, uh, because even iOS, I mean, the notification system, I am not a fan. Uh, the cellular radios within the iPhone are problems, but that's more like a hardware issue. Uh, but the app uh, performance is really good. Yeah. Right. So like even Google apps work better on iOS. How is that? I know. That, that's <laughs> just, that's just insane. Right like I like Google Classroom on the iPhone. Why is this happening? <laughs> like what the heck? Uh, at one time YouTube was Hangouts is to me is better yeah. on iOS than it is actually on Android. Um, much more intuitive also. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean there. <laughs> Man. I know what you mean by LG too, man, because like, I mean, this is the LG tablet, but like just to kind of get rid of a lot of the stuff. So, um, yeah, I put in the um, <laughs> yeah, but launcher just to make it look and feel a little different. Right. I rooted it. Oh, so you're all in. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. I totally got rid of it. You, you put a launcher on top of it. It's still there. That, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got totally annihilated out of it. <laughs> I know you're a googly guy, bro. Yeah, you know? I will. I'll, I'll go to if I find if I find a custom ROM that device doesn't have a doesn't have a prayer. I will root <laughs> it. even if it didn't want to be. It could it could have its AI talk to me and beg me no. It's happening. Give <laughs> 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 um, me these questions here. Um, we might be able to get through them all. Are you shooting for an hour on this thing? Oh man, we're going more than that. All right, but, let's do it, bro. Let's cook. People, that's like. I've seen like as soon as I said like you know you're gonna pick five questions, someone already threw a question out. So I know they probably <laughs> questions I haven't asked. Yeah, um, let's do it, man. How do you deal with the negativity? I think you did answer that. You showed you showed kiss of death. So, okay, that was off the table. Well, so there's a, there, so that that example was just somebody who doesn't like me. Yeah, but there are people that don't like my channel because of some of the things that I bring to the table. So you know the. I you talk Go ahead, about the, take the reins of this. Yeah, so you know, you talk about the the whole T-Mobile situation. They're a company that's in transition. They've gone from the most disruptive, the most influential, uh the most revolutionary when it comes to the consumer, right? Changing the game, uh completely changing their market share position, being consumer friendly with plans and and phone deals and free lines and t-mobile tuesday and you know netflix on us offering multimedia entertainment they did so much but it's become blatantly obvious that it was one person that was doing this and he's gone you know so i have recognized this i'm not living in a world of denial you know what i'm i'm not going to sit there I don't own T-Mobile stock. I'm not an investor in telecom. So you're getting the real from me. I don't have a strange affinity for a carrier. It doesn't exist. So you're not getting bias from the perspective that like Sneed likes a certain carrier more than another. If I do, it's because they're doing more for a consumer. They're not hurting customers as much, for example, because I don't think there's a there's truly a consumer friendly carrier. They're always going to have to perform for profitability. So yeah. in my perspective, 
I look at a situation like T-Mobile where they've done a 180. Mike Sievert's not John Leisure. Mike Sievert's being asked to do something different. They become profit focused. The only thing they can't touch are plans. They've changed everything else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So literally just by legal law, they can't touch that, but they would have if they could. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's become blatantly obvious. So they've changed the commission structures of their employees. They've taken money from them. Yeah. You know, they've they've disactivated consumer unlimited plans because of where they're using the data, essentially, because they're rural customers, right? Yeah. They have um you know, they've tried to manipulate numbers to seem a certain way. I mean, they mark their marketing is full of exaggerations and they're more talking tweets than they are action. So you put all this together to me, they're not likable. They become less likable. Right. Right. Verizon used to be like this, hurting the customer. Well, they've become more consumer friendly in response to the market share that they've lost. So John Leisure did something enough to resonate with this new CEO at Verizon to make him say, maybe I should be doing stuff that he did. Oh, yeah. You know, here's a blueprint for success to regain our market share. And then AT&T's got to respond. It's good. But just T-Mobile's different now. They literally just consumed an entire carrier. And they railroaded the Sprint customers. You know, they, they, I, I'm, I'm just looking at it from that perspective. You're, you're dogging people. And it's corporate. So they hide behind the corporate excuse. It's business. I don't I like that. Phrase. I hate that phrase. I don't like that. You know what? John wasn't like that. So we've seen it succeed. Oh, you can't operate business being friendly and being kind. Why not? You can be you can be moral and ethical and you know do things that are beneficial to customers and make money. Why do two things have to be exclusive? Why can't the two things coexist? Why can't you be consumer friendly and still make money? That's how I look at my dad's bakery. You know, we sell a bag of pita bread for $1.75. It's a great quality product, and it's $1.75. $1.75? We're winning. They're winning. Yeah. Life is good. (laughs) I definitely say so because a bag here is like three something. See what I'm saying? We can all win. Win Win-win is the best way to go. Yeah. So at this point in time, T-Mobile customers may or may not be winning. Some might be, right? Their plan is staying the same. They're not, they don't purchase phones from the carrier, right? Right. You just have to know how to navigate those waters with T-Mobile now. You know, before you had no worries, bro. John, he had it built. So you had no, nothing to worry about. Now you're like, if I upgrade my phone or if I, my plans change and if I add a line, I lose everything. All my discounts are gone. Like, Oh, you yeah. better, you better, you better tread lightly because you saw what happened to Lawrence. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, Verizon. I had lines all the time. They had twenty five bucks to my account. That's it. Nothing changes. You know, yeah. uh, I, they just gave me Hulu. They gave me uh, Disney Plus. They gave me Apple Music and ESPN Plus, and I didn't do anything. They just gave it to me. I think their company's moving in different directions, personally. And AT&T, the same thing, bro. They do scummy stuff, and I call them out on it. So, and and I was I was riding Verizon hard three years ago, and then they kind of and then they kind of changed. 
I think people that like um that pretty much always go on that that whole thing about you know you you're always negative about T-Mobile. See, if they had been watching you three years ago, but even then, like as much as all of us advocate that fact, you know that that we we know you're coming from a place where you're advocating for consumers, and also you're advocating for you know the the backbone of the company, the employees. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it always baffles me. Tito, they're my friends. Yeah, you know they're in the industry. Those are my friends. Yeah, and I just it just baffles me how how people can't see that. I mean, I don't, I don't expect anyone to take my word for it when I say that, you know, when it comes to the guy who pretty much covers it all, because I mean, you know, like uh, Technoid labeled you as, as, as a, the network expert, but I really look in, in a sense where you really cover it all. You have a good spread of what you bring, you know, business etiquette, the network, and you even have very solid points, believe it or not, if you don't think so, but I hope you do think so. When you talk about smartphones, you have a very good point where you come from something that is not is not seen from a lot of people who do even sometimes i fall victim to this where i fall into the norms of of the smartphone and i catch myself on that uh you come from it from a very different perspective the longevity the life of the phone because you you are the consumer you don't Mm -hmm. want your phone to just work for one year and then become you want it three years if you're going to spend close to eight nine hundred dollars for it you want it longevity Sure. Yeah. And that I think that's a side in the in, in, in the phone space that has been forgotten is the longevity. Everyone's all hung up on cameras or glass backs, wireless charging. Yeah. Life expectancy of the phone. How about it being compatible with the network for three more years? So you don't have to be like, well, my phone's slow and everybody else's phone's new. You know, that's it's fast. Like yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's elements of the technology that's in the smartphones that people just aren't considering. You know, if if your if your bottom line decision is price, you don't need me. You're just gonna look at the price. You're gonna line them up and see which one you can afford or how much you want to spend. Yeah. But if you're if you're into looking at the the cellular technology, the processor, I mean, there's a lot of things to consider about longevity. Software support matters. You know, these are things I think you have to look at collectively. The conversations that we have, you, myself, Kayla brings it up too. If you're looking at it from a consumer standpoint, you're going to get all those perspectives. It allows you as a viewer, listener to take it all in, consider all elements, the pros, the cons. Nothing's perfect. You know, you're going to have to weigh, you know, more cons than, you know, pros. Uh, I'm probably not interested. More pros than cons. That makes it a viable option. And then you compare, you know, like look at what we're doing with mid-range 5G phones now, right? Yeah. This one's 500, this one's 600, this one's 800. Well, how much better is the $800 phone than the $600 phone? Should I just save the 200 if I'm getting basically same similar performance? You know? Yeah, and that's I'm a consumer, man. I buy these things too, you know. <laughs> I mean, look, nobody sponsored me, bro. Nobody sponsored me. I have what do I got? I got the Note 10 Plus 5G. I have the S20 Plus. I have the Google Pixel 3 XL. I have the iPhone 11 Pro Max, and I paid for those, you know, so I can give you perspective on iOS. I can give you perspective on Android. I can give you perspective on 5G from the millimeter wave of Verizon and the millimeter wave of AT&T and the low band of AT&T and the millimeter wave and the low band of T-Mobile. I've tested everything, you know, like I and I record and document and field test 
you know come on man like this is what it's about this is real this is real testing this is real world usage and that perspective is valuable it is i got a challenge for everybody in the chat because need took the time to do this with me today it's not ending right now so don't think it's ending but <laughs> he took the time to do this for everyone to answer these questions on his next live stream if if there's 150 or 200 people watching his live stream, then the likes better match the people in there. <laughs> I am so like, that is one thing that irks me when I go in your live stream and I'm watching and I see like, you know, 157 people in there. And then when I see if you do have the likes open, because sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. But then you, when they are open and you see it and then you're like, there's only 80 likes, like, come on, people, did you guys forget? So we're hitting everyone. Like, don't forget to like it. But so, so match <laughs> yeah so if you guys ever want to know anything i will tell you i'm really honest about stuff like what i mean is like you can ask me and i will provide the answers yeah and you know like if you say how many subs do you have sneed like people used to ask me because i was hiding it yeah i told them when they asked i told them the problem was is i felt like i was being treated you know, I wasn't taken seriously when people saw that I had 200 subs or 300 subs. So I hid my sub count until I hit a thousand. I unhid it to show people that I had a thousand. Yeah. And then I hit it again. Then I hit 2000 and I showed it so we could celebrate it as a community. And then I hit it again. And then I hit 5000 and I hit it again. Right. So I never. And now I just gave up because like people are like, why are you hiding it? And at first it was to prove a point. The reason people weren't collaborating with me, the reason they were is because they didn't know what my subs were. You knew for a fact there was no other way to slice it, man. When I was a smaller creator, like I'm still a small creator. I mean, what's 11,000 subs, but like when I was 200, 250, nothing, bro. No reply. Reaching out to people. I think I have something that offer to your channel. You know, a collaboration, a live stream, a podcast, no reply. You know, and that's and that's one of those things, Tito. Like now when somebody asks me to come on my channel, you can come on my channel. I'll screen you. I gotta know what time it is. I gotta watch some of your videos. I gotta know who you are. Yeah. But you can you can come on. You know, I'll give you that chance because I think everybody deserves that, at least a chance. Because I've been the person who was shut out. You know, and and now they want to they want to rock with me, but they didn't want to before, and I'm not interested anymore. I gotta trade notes. I I think I could name some of them. But I'm not going to, but I think because I've I've been there. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it, it, it's a very horrible feeling because you don't want to be judged by the number of subs. You know, you want them to you know to see like watch one of my videos and see what I'm talking about. But I do feel like that, you know, I have something to bring to your channel as well as I feel like you have something to bring to mine if we work together on this one video. And like they wouldn't even, some wouldn't even reply to an email. You know, I would email, I would email a couple of them to like try to do a collab and then I'm blocked. I don't get a reply. I get, I get a block. That's crazy, man. And I'm like, and, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. And, uh, I mean, and that's why, like, a guy like JG was so influential and so impactful for me. You know, he saw something in me or he believed he saw something. You know, I don't. And 
you know, to to like Technoid, bro. That's a talented dude. He is. You know, an imagination, an energy. He's he's cool, bro. Like when you talk about a creator that's unique and different and developing, right? And he's got all this potential. I saw that when he had 50 subs. But the world didn't know him yet. So I just wanted to help the world find him. I didn't do anything for him. I was helping the people. Yeah. Get to Technoid. I wasn't helping Technoid. You get what I'm saying? So I brought Technoid on the podcast. He would hang out with me on the live streams. That had nothing to do with me. I didn't do anything for him. I was helping people out, getting to know Technoid. You get what I'm saying? Facts, because if it wasn't if it wasn't for for you, I wouldn't have known Technoid. And like I'm, you know, people probably like like tell me like, well, you know, lately, you know, in the last couple of months, you've been like a fanboy of him. Well, of course I am. I like his I like his videos. Just like you know, just like any any other buddy who's a fanboy or something, you know, that's how I feel about his videos. And like I I always am interested in seeing his videos. Just like when the same feeling that I got. I think this it's crazy because you guys um have different perspective on things and you guys approach youtube in a different state but being involved you know with your community your channel watching your videos your live streams and listening to your podcast on anchor and then um technoid watching his videos it's like the same thing like i I catch the same feeling from watching Mm. your guys stuff and to be quite honest it invigorates me to do more on my channel you know, I said it the last time when we kind of gave a sneak peek. You revived my channel. You were being modest and saying, you know, it was yeah. on me. But I, I, res- I respect you, and I expect I I respect that perspective. But I don't agree, man. I I really think it was just you catching a second wind. You know, and if if it took me as being a part of it, that's cool, bro. I appreciate that. You know, you're trying to give me credit for it, but honestly, bro. That's on that's everybody's in control of their destiny. Yeah. You know, like there are certain things you absolutely control. I just happen to, to come around at a certain time, bro. That's all. Well, and still till today, you know, we have to at some point here soon, because I'm I miss the guy. We have to get JG to come around when he when he can. I know that you know he's got things going on, but dude, I miss the guy. I really do, because you know he's it's a great person. If if, if nobody uh, knows who JG is, you need to know him. You need to. All right. You know, because, um, yeah, from the conversations that I had with him and, uh, you know, him and, you know, dude, I got this idea. You, you, need, to, you need to come on my channel. You need to collab with me. And I have Sneed. You need, you need to check him out. You know, he was always so adamant and so energetic about it, right? And, and at that time, and I guess it, you know, it kind of sucked because that's when I went through the burnout and everything, and I was just like, I stepped back away from YouTube. I really wish that you know I I'd put put a, a step foot forward and just came out of my funk. But you know, I was still kind of like beaten down by. I think what it was is that I hated the fact that I wasn't spending that much time with my kids, and so anything that was coming my way, I was like deflecting it quickly. Mm. I regret that because then. I've known you a lot longer. Yeah, You're yeah. I mean, amazing. But that's those things happen, man. That's that's life, bro. The situations change, and you know, certain circumstances present themselves. You know, I I mean, there were times where I was dedicating a lot of time to content creation, and I wasn't around as much. Like I was working. Like I was like, man, I got to get this channel going. I, it's got to catch. You know, I 
I got all this momentum. I got to keep this going. Where are the views? Where's my sub count? That stuff was consuming me too, dude. And, yeah. you know, it was unhealthy. And, and, and I don't know, man, I, I continue to make content, but I'll never forget it, man. There was a, there was a February, a January, February, probably about three years ago, maybe four. I don't know. It was, it was very early in my YouTube days. So I was just like, bruh, stuck around two, 300 subs, you know, I, I wasn't getting any. And then, and then I did a couple of videos that were, that I thought were just average and they just did really good. And I was like, all right, well, let's keep this going. So I did a couple more videos and uh, one of them, it was like right around the, it was a video. It was like, it got me like 60,000 views, like out of nowhere. It was, and it was like cheapest, lamest. Like I put up, uh, it was like an infographic of a potential merger between T-Mobile and Sprint. Oh, what man. would that look like? So looking at spectrum concentration in these different regions of the U.S., so it was like purple and pink and like all these different colors, like follow the key. So I was kind of going through it. What I would do for my students, right? Yeah. Talking about like enzymatic function and pH balance and all this other stuff. So I was basically doing that and hit like 60,000 views. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And then I got a lot of subs for that, you know, like which a lot would have been like a hundred or something at the time. Right. Yeah. And then, um, and then I hit it big with another video and I was recording with my Google pixel 2 XL. And I don't know if it was the lighting coming out of the window or if it was the way I was sitting and it, you know, I just got the mic. So my sound improved. I don't, I did a couple of videos and I was, I put myself in front of the camera and I, I actually told myself, you know, Sneed, you got to get in front of this camera and you just got to be you. And I can be smooth. I can feel it sometimes where I'm just like, I look around and I'm watching people watch me and I'm like, they really believe what I'm saying. You know, like when I was first teaching, I, I sensed it. Like the kids were like, Oh, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. When he explains it, it makes sense. And I've never been able to follow this easy before. And that's something I've always tried to do for students is break things down. Right. You know, chunk it, you know, present it in different ways, things like that. And the fact that I was, I wasn't antsy. I wasn't nervous. You know, that, that charisma just gives people like a soothing feel like they don't have anything to worry about. Like yeah. eventually I'm going to learn this. My teacher Sneed's going to help me. I'm going to get there. I, yeah. I you convince them of that and it gives them comfort. So, you know, so I was like, I just have to be that guy. I can't be anything else on here. So I was just like, I'm just going to do this. Like I do when I teach. And that became my persona on the YouTube channel. Like this guy is a teacher and it kind of seems like it, <laughs> you know, like he's, you know, you talked about the sequence and the order and the structure to the videos. And you talk about like the breakdown and, and, you know, making things similar. And that's, those are all techniques, you know? And, uh, and, and JG told me that he said, dude, I don't know what you do, what your profession is, but you got a way about breaking stuff down and explaining it so people can understand. I'm like, dude, I'm a teacher. He's like, I'm not surprised. You are definitely a teacher, you know? And that's when I, I really ran with that. I was like, I just got to do that, you know? Yeah. And you pretty much, well, actually, well, we can throw, we can throw this one in there. Cause I know someone was asking, um, they wanted to know, what do you teach? I teach high school science. So my license is seven to 12. 
I've never taught seventh grade or eighth grade. So even though the license is seven to 12, if you have a seven to 12 license, you're probably teaching high school. So uh, I don't know why it's like that. I guess it's just been like that, but uh, I mostly teach biology and environmental science. Uh, my first couple years teaching, I taught like a couple integrated science classes. I taught physics. I taught physical science, but I've settled in, in biology and environmental science. And that, that's a good question too, from that person, because and, and I, I so regret this because like, so like I have like a lot of different platforms that, you know, I, I tend to go through and I've been condensing them down, I've been getting rid of some because I just can't pay attention to it. And I did not download um, the video because what happened was when we did that live stream and uh, Magical Mermaid probably rings a bell, came on there, was talking about 5G and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. I thought, you know, it was just so funny because, I mean, you know, you you have a way on your channel of like, you know, basically teaching us about the network, but you also have a very good sense of humor and like a comical <laughs> side to you. <laughs> and so I, what I had did was I had downloaded the entire live stream and then I chopped out majority of everything and just left it to that point. <laughs> and I put it on the on one of my pages on Facebook. And it caught a ton of view because that, that page was open. So my videos was open. Anybody on Facebook can see it. I think before I shut down that page, it was at 27,000 views. I was going to say, could you share that with me? Because, I mean, if it was that great, I'd love to hear it. It was like, I don't even know why I didn't think to just go and do that. Because, like, it was just hilarious. People's response was just like. And, like, of course, you know, you had your thing set up as a majestic goat. <laughs> you were like, who is this guy? <laughs> you were just, I mean, it was great. And I was like, I knew people were going to find that super entertaining because, like, while, you know, you were basically stating the point, like, you know, this this person and, and all the stuff that they're saying is, quote, unquote, garbage, putting 5G to, you know, what's going on around the world today. That's just. Yeah, right. But it was just so funny, like the, the, your sense of humor in that was just—that's that's how I—that's how I. <laughs> you can't treat that, you know, like with with normal, you know, in a normal way. You have to turn that into something. You got to twist it in a certain way because, though, there there's, you know, when it comes to like conspiracies and stuff like that, people mm. are gonna believe what they want to believe. Like they're gonna go to news outlets and they're gonna go to pages and they're gonna interact with people that are like that. So in your world. You're in the search of truth. They are also in the search of truth, but who knows where it took them? And they decided this is the truth, right? Yeah. There's nothing I could say or do that's going to change that. So what do I do? Have fun. You got to. There's got nothing to. I can do for them. Bro, I, I could have a bag with a million dollars. And if the truth was in there, but they didn't believe it, they'd never open the bag to get the money. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you guys ate most of the lunchables but um there's fish sticks if you want them because your mom's gonna come home soon and then uh, in a little while she's gonna get stuff from the store we're gonna have to sell us for uh, dinner tonight yeah yeah hashtag ravioli gang <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an interesting thing too you brought that up because people wanted to know how where do you come up with these hashtags how do you think <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious, but I mean, I don't know, man. Like, so what the, where did that come from? 
So hashtag ravioli gang. It was just a hashtag to make to go with all the other ones. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I'm trying to think to the beginning. I think somebody was talking about raviolis and you know, they're generally unhealthy, you know, because like high sodium it's canned, you know? Yeah. So, and I don't know, I it must've been an episode on a show. I, I set a line or something with Carlos about raviolis and then it just <laughs> like me and Carlos, bro, we may have been separated at birth, bro. Like, like it's, yeah. It is crazy. Like, I mean, we get along so well, bro. I mean, we always have fun, bro. We're always laughing and joking. I'm kind of glad I didn't meet him before I got married. Because I don't know what would have happened. You know, like, <laughs> seriously. Like, we, would we have just been, like, bachelors, like, just clowning around, bro? Never taking life seriously. We would have just been, like, roasting each other. You know, like, I don't know. Like, and like, could you imagine if we were, like, friends in high school? Like we would have been terrorizing the school. Like nobody would. It'd be like wreaking havoc on like fifteen hundred students. Like you'd just be clowning everybody, you know. So, and I don't know. It was, it was like it was it was amongst us, the SMT nation. We just it was like a ravioli, and then it just became a hashtag. I don't know why, you know. But that, and then like you know, Mod Squad and Replay Gang, and all, it was it was just to make sure that everybody knew they were appreciated, you know, for their viewership and their their contribution, you know. And there a new hashtag that just recently came up that just was recently birthed on one of your live streams? What's there? There's tons of them, dude. I don't know. It changes all the time. Uh, what, what's the most recent one? I'm trying to remember what it was because I was dying on it, and it was like a couple of days ago on your live stream, and uh, someone had <laughs> said, and you made a hash, hashtag this, and then just people were just throwing it in the comments, man. That, that's, yeah. that's cool. There's Sneed Army. There's SMT Army. There, uh, Lawrence kind of started that one. Uh, yeah. You know, we got the Ravioli Gang, uh, Two Live Crew. You know, if you watch it in the live, hashtag Two Live Crew. Uh, hashtag Dumb Skunk gets thrown around. You know, Ricky. You know what I'm saying? I don't use that one, but like, because <laughs> it's Ricky's thing, you know. And and yeah. I mean, I I did the whole raccoonery buffoonery. You know, I did that one. You know, we got stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. Um, Lawrence is on the Periscope side right now. He just hashtags Need Army. Um, uh, hashtag yeah, that one. Brennan's big on that one. Yeah. Folks, do not go anywhere because there is one more question here, and then Sneed is gonna pick his five. So don't drop your don't drop your questions right now just yet. Wait till he answers this one because this <laughs> one's from Big John Tech Reviews. Big John. Yeah. And his his question is um uh any fee um not not, not that one. So um, I read the wrong one. Are you going to upgrade your office? And he's talking about the the bricks behind you because he's making that reference to your wall. So he's wondering if you're going to put anything to to mask that. Um I I mean I I should de- like decorate. So the house we've been in the house for a year yeah. and I've painted walls. I started actually at the top. So, well, I should say the main floor. So I painted all the walls when I broke my foot last summer, I literally stood on my feet all day painting for like three days straight. And the lady, you know, who lived here before she had like, like Barney purple walls, dude, like <laughs> the deepest, darkest, boldest colors. So I had to like use primer, 
like two coats of primer, two coats of paint and primer. And then I did a third coat of white just to make sure that it was covered all the way. Like it took me days to paint. So I did the main floor. Then I did the be- the extra bedroom upstairs. And it's just been one thing after the other, you know, getting stuff repaired, uh, doing some work outside on the side of the house and in the back. My wife wanted a garden, you know, and so I did that for her. I had to transport a bunch of rocks and cobble out, bring in a bunch of soil, and then we planted. I mean, you know, doing the patio and like there were always projects, you know. Yeah. So now, and and I've been busy. You know, I've been busy. I kind of broke that down. Yeah. I think my project in January will be to decorate, you know, hang some stuff up on the wall, maybe do some colors or or whatever, you know, just to to make it more me. But I've always put myself last, Tito. Yeah. I've never put myself first at anything. I've always put myself on the back burner. So even things that I've wanted to do, I've always prioritized and put other things first. So, you know, Big John's my dude, bro. But uh, I'm last. So this thing will get done. It'll get done. And that, that probably won't be till next year, you know? Yeah. I can say this though. I don't think, I don't think really anyone cares what the wall looks like because I think everyone's got tunnel vision. When you do your podcast, we're just focused on you and what you got to say and what knowledge you're dropping for everybody. The wall. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, I could stream from anywhere. I can move my mic. I could, you know, take it to go. I've got a laptop. I've got a desktop. I've got, you know, iPad, I've, I've got a, I, all the equipment. I've got multiple mics. I could do a lot of different things, but uh, this is me. I'm just chilling like this. I'm away. I'm not disrupting anybody. This is my own space. Like, yes, means sleeping. I don't want to wake her up. My wife's watching Hulu. I don't want to disrupt that. This yeah. is just me. I mean, bro, also think about it. I have a 70 inch screen right in front of me. There is a really <laughs> expensive sectional that I bought for watching movies. Every single chair is a recliner. So being down here, there's a reason why. It's a nice... I, I hooked this little joint up over here. I got a treadmill over there. Yasmin's got her playroom. You know, like, th- this is a nice little setup I got here. The only thing that isn't amazing about this region, this area of the house, is these two walls that you guys see. You know, otherwise, I mean, this is a phenomenal space. You know, and I've, I've shown it before, you know, yeah. like I've shown it and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, that's unfortunate, man. Maybe he just didn't know, you know. Okay, here all my kids are they're they're up to something. Not my nephew over here now, too, because uh, his mom went to work. So he's here with us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. Kids will be kids. Um, yeah. So there you go, Big John. He answered that question. He puts himself last. But all right, guys. So if you have interesting questions that have not been asked already, so please don't regurgitate the same questions. Right. But if you got an interesting question that you guys want to ask Need, now's the time. Drop them. He's going to pick them. He's going to tell me the name of the person. I'll I'll answer all of them, Tito. Yeah. (laughs) You know, as they come in, just put them up and I'll answer them. Oh, wow. Yeah, just put them up. I ain't worried, bro. There we go. Eat up these questions for breakfast. Oh, he asked that to RFK, but I don't know if you want to answer that. <laughs> Let's take a look at my daily sites question. Here we go. <clears throat> so, yeah, with this situation, uh, the first two weeks we're teaching virtual, and then we're going to get into the classroom here in a, a, like another week and a half. So first two weeks virtual, 
and then we're going to get all the kids back into the building. Best phone I ever used. I loved my HTC One M7. I loved it. All my Blackberries. I loved those phones. Uh, it had to be one of those. Um, we'll go with the HT, HTC One M7. That that Dre Beats Beats Audio. Yeah, bruh. Uh, that I would say uh, that's that's probably one of the favorite ones I ever used. Yeah. Uh, RFK Tech had a question. He said, "Where do you see your channel in five years?" I mean, I don't know that there's a lot of avenues. Um, do I have a channel in five years? Am I still making content in five years? Um, you know, Tito's talked about retirement. You know, stepping away from the platform. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think in terms of the growth of the channel, I'd like to hope that you know the community continues to grow. I don't know if that's measured in subscribers or it's measured in views or it's measured in contributors. You know what I mean? Like, do I have people making content with me for me, you know, or or collaborating? You know, like I don't, that's kind of where I I hope to see it go. I'd like to have contributors to be a part of the SMT nation, you know, and not just like joining me on a podcast or not just joining me on a live stream, but like, creating edited video doing field testing you know getting people involved in that way you know yeah uh cleveland browns won the super bowl this year <laughs> <laughs> going to upgrade the volvizi um the volvizi is the upgrade it is the ultimate vehicle there's no need to upgrade you can't you can't upgrade it's a downgrade anything from the volvizi you know <laughs> What do you think of the T-Mobile terminations? Uh, is he talking about jobs or them cutting off those rural customers? Either way, it's it's the worst situation. Horrible timing, very insensitive. Uh, the recarrier, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed to have a motorcycle. <laughs> I, my wife... My wife literally said, you should have did that before we got married. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So that's a no. Next upgrade to your tech for YouTube channel. Uh, It's probably going to be the next iPhone. It's going to be the iPhone 12 Pro or 12 Pro Max. Um, Unless the Google Pixel comes out first. Then that one. So I'll probably get the Pixel 5 or the 4A 5G. It's going to be one or the other. I'm leaning towards the 5 because I'm going to get the one with the millimeter wave. Because Cleveland has millimeter wave spectrum. So, yeah. Favorite movie or TV show that you watch on your 70 inch? So, mostly sports, UFC fights. Uh, but I love Martin. You know, the show from the 90s. I love Martin. Oh my God, dude. He's so funny, bro. Listen, it like I'm, I'm Martin Lawrence as, but like, you know, just a little bit younger. Like, Dude is so hilarious, bro. Like, I mean, I drop his lines, bro, all the time, bro. Like, randomly, my wife's like, "Where? What are you saying?" Like, you know, the Mike Lowry, you know, that line from Bad Boys and stuff. <laughs> yeah, bro. King. Yeah. Any, any, anything Martin Lawrence count me in. So, any of his movies, any of his shows, uh, Marvel movies, love them. You know, Thanos, dude, love Thanos, dude, Thanos, yes. 
you got to respect Thanos, man. No matter, even though he's a bad guy, Tony Stark, you know, Iron Man, Thor, you know, the whole thing. It was great, bro. Uh, RIP, you know, Chad, yeah, you know, Black Panther and stuff. So, yeah, bro, big time into Marvel and stuff like that. I'm not really big on DC, though, but I do like Marvel. Uh, some of the DC stuff is good, but not all of it. Their direction's off. That's why they're not linking everything together as they should be. Yeah, agreed. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I gave my input on the Galaxy Z Fold 2. What are your thoughts on it? No. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, that's my thoughts. Not yet. Electric <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're trying to find me the workaround, huh, my dude? <laughs> it's your community, man. They, they ride for you. <laughs> I know. He's like, hey, we're going to get you into something motorized. <laughs> Uh, Who has the best 5G as of right now? Verizon. It's fast, dude. It's really fast. It's it's a generational leap in technology and network performance, and that's that's all you could ask for. That's Mars, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You too. Yeah, you guys. You guys have sent me awesome gifts. You guys are amazing. Yep. Let's see. I'm trying to make sure that I'm catching like the questions and not statements because some of them are have like periods at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no problem, man. <laughs> Let's see. That's a question to sound uh, to um, subwoofer. Um, let's go. There you go. That one. All right. So I like AT and T's wireless network. I don't like AT and T the company. I don't like AT&T's customer care. I actually call it customer we don't care. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. Uh, the pricing billing system is just atrocious. Um, but the product, generally speaking, is very good. You know, it sucks. It's a horrible combination. <laughs> Usually, you'd, you'd hope that the customer service is bad. You'd hope that the product is bad so you don't do business with them. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh- I don't know what you mean about, you know, I'm waiting for, let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. When will T-Mobile dumpster fire make 5G? 5G is yet to be great. So will they ever make 5G great? Yeah, just spend the money, man. They uh, they they rolled out 81 markets today with band 41. Um, that's cool, bro. You know, like, I, I don't know how much they've rolled out, like how many tower sites, because that matters. Yeah. You can't you can't cover twelve blocks and call it a day, right? You've got to get a city covered. You got to get Phoenix covered. You got to get Tulsa. You got to get Dallas. Like you got to do markets. You can't you can't just you can't tow the water. You know you got to jump in. You know, and that's expensive with wireless. You know the infrastructure is not cheap. Yeah, I think that's you know a lot of those, and I'll say this to to a lot of those ones out there that think that you're a hater of T-Mobile. Um, they need to pay attention more because you've been putting it out there for everyone to know. Like the biggest, one of the biggest problems that T-Mobile has is they don't have the money to spend. And if they would cut certain things out, they would raise the capital to spend. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but in when, when people think that I hate on T-Mobile to me, they can only be two things. They're either young children, like they're kids because they can't, they can't like process what this guy is saying. Like, they don't think you could be critical of a company 
and still want them to do better. Those two things can't coexist. Like, you know, when your kids, when you're tough on them, they yeah. think you're, you're blowing down on them, but really you just want them to be better. They can't wrap their mind around that. Right. Yeah. So me criticizing T-Mobile is supposed to be influential so that you think the same. So they do better, but they, they can't get past their little fanboyism or whatever. So they don't see it that way. So to me, they're either young children or they are invested in the company and they think I'm jeopardizing their investment. So yeah. they're either shareholders or investors or something because it doesn't make sense. Like if you're employed for T-Mobile, don't talk to me. If you, if you get paid by T-Mobile, I don't want to hear your opinions about the company because you're getting paid. I'm not. I can say whatever I want. My job's not on the line. T-Mobile could kiss my you-know-what from here to across the street. I don't care. <laughs> Mike Seaver could send me a phone. I'm sending it back or I'm giving it away to somebody here on the channel. I don't want it. I'm not going to have my credibility questioned over a free phone. Nobody's going to question my credibility. You can question things I say about my opinions. Do not question my credibility because yeah. nobody pays me. And I, and I want it that way. So I could say and do whatever I want. Got this one from Maverick. Man, I'd love to get JG back, bro. I just, I feel like the guy's just busy, man. He's got some things he's working on and it's just hard, man. You know, life happens fast and things change. And we do appreciate it, my daily side. We do appreciate it, bro. That's one's from Subwoofer. How fast will Verizon deploy CBRS? It will be everywhere they own licenses within two years. It'll be 80% deployed in 12 to 14 months. So by 2023, it should be mostly done, like 90%. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think there are so many T-Mobile shills? Because of John Leisure. <laughs> yeah. John Leisure created that culture, that that cult-like following, and but he's gone. So I'm not really sure what these people are doing, actually. <laughs> I, I think they I think they drank the Kool Aid when you know basically when John went up there and said that he groomed Mike Sievert. So it's like he's not really gone, even though he is gone because Mike Sievert was you know taught by him. But obviously that that's to me that's probably probably one lie that John threw out there because. Mike Sievert does not do or think in any way like John Ledger did. No, unless unless maybe he wants to, but he can't because of the ownership group now. Now they're like, hey, John's gone. We need a corporate guy. Yeah. You know, maybe. We don't know. How did T-Mobile deploy many markets with 2.5 if they're being cheap carrier and destroying business relationships with others? Um, I think the question really is how extensive are they deploying that? Because if you... If you upgrade a part of a city, I mean, how much have you really done? You know, so like they up, they like they, uh, they deployed, you know, N41 in, uh, in Philadelphia, but it's only a segment of the city. They deployed N41 in Manhattan, but it's just 12 blocks, you know? So what they, what we have to keep in mind is how much are they deploying? You can't just, and that's the problem I have. You say you have nationwide band 71, but every fifth site has it here in the CLE. So count one tower, two tower, three, four, five. That one has band 71. One, two, three, four, five. That one has band 71. That's not going to get it done. Yeah. 
So we have here. Hmm. Everyone's saying great stream. Yeah, if you guys, for those who are saying it's a great stream, just know this. Steve came on today to do this for you guys. Next week, it's Carlos's turn. Oh man! Oh man! Oh, I talked to Carlos about that too. Made mention. He's gonna be. He's a much more interesting guy than me. He's been through a lot, seen a lot, done a lot. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, guys. Like, ask the questions, but you know, you don't only have to keep it to tech. Like, this is the time to, for you guys to really pick Sneed's brain and just know, like, get like get to know more. It bring just it brings that that closer. You know what I mean? I know. Oh, yeah, that was, that was a question I was gonna ask you, so you can share with the community the answer to this. But are you an approachable guy? Very much, very much an approachable guy. I may I may look a little intimidating to some people. Uh, you know, I get stopped at the airport quite often. But uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, Tito. You know, us brown us, us brown folk be going through it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah. But generally, yeah, man, I'm pretty approachable. I like you know we talked about you know this this thing about being a man of the people, and uh, you know when people come at you with respect, courtesy, and kindness, you know, with good intentions. Yeah. yeah, man. I, it's easy to level with people, you know, and engage in a conversation. It doesn't cost you anything, you know, to have those positive interactions with community members and people in the general public or whatever, you know. Yeah, I'm about to do something interesting here, so because um, that's it's getting. I mean, I'm not exactly closing it out just yet. But, you know, you, you did mention about, you know, you and Carlos and um, I, I call you guys the dynamic duo, but <laughs> both of y'all are Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, he's got the invite because I want people to see the dynamic outside yeah. of just talking the network. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I don't really get to do much because, I mean, even when I'm hanging out on my live streams, the community doesn't think that you can deviate from like what the topic is for the channel. But if I'm, if it's our number two on a live stream, we're rolling. You, anything can, you know, like you could say whatever or talk about whatever you want, you know? And like, if I had a plan, like there was a couple things I wanted to speak to or mention and we covered it, we're good. We can let it ride. We don't have to cut it off or whatever, but you know, that's kind of how people see it. And a couple of people be like, oh, we let's talk tech, man. Let's get back on track. No, nah, bro. Like, we did that for an hour, man. We're chilling now. You know? yeah, actually, you know, is, and by the way, let me remind you, this is Sneed Mobile Tech, not you, Mobile Tech. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you can be gone, bro. You know, don't, bro. I do not like it when people flex on me, bro. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I don't like it when people flex on me. Because in real life, nobody flexes on me. I've never been called out of my name. I've never been disrespected. Like, show me that that you're willing to do this to me in real life. Act the way you do here in this little virtual world. Show me that in real life. I got to see this. Carlos, I sent you the link, bro. Come on. Get in here. I Uh, wish I had that. Being because, you know, I'm... I'm, uh, between five foot three, five foot four, you know, maybe like five foot three and a few, few little. 
Um, people like <laughs> me, they're like they feel like they can roll all over me till. I guess you can say like I'm a I'm equivalent to like a chihuahua that thinks it can take on pit bulls and stuff. <laughs> I don't fear any man because they breathe the same air as me. So if I hurt, you can hurt. I'm gonna find a way to hurt you. Hold <laughs> on, people always just try to mess with me. Like at, at a party when I was 21, they'd be like, "Yeah, you know, like I, you know, I'll be talking to a girl. I guess they like this, you know, the girl I'm talking to. They'll try and start something, try and make me look bad, and then they wow. find out like, my combinations are fast." I guess I'm equivalent to takeoff because I don't talk. I don't like to talk. If if you're if you're like that, um, yeah, with that type of aggression, I don't see that there's any point of having dialogue. It's just let's get into the straight kung fu moving throw, and I'll take off on you. I'll race you up and down the street, and if you beat me today, I'll come find you tomorrow. I I'll be that. back. I'll be back. <laughs> I don't quit. Now, I I quit when you when you when you quit. You have yeah. to. Quit. And then I'll be like, all right, shake hands, walk That's away. Captain America. I could do this all day. <laughs> uh, Kathy had a question, actually. Uh, I don't know where it's located. She asked me about my beard. Oh, um, let's I, I just started. Do I? I wonder if my early videos, if I didn't have a beard. My first videos, I might only have the goatee. I might have the Clay Thompson. You know, the, just the just the goatee. So imagine just this. You know, this is what it was. All right. So just the goatee. Uh, but I've always I've always had facial hair. It goes back to like middle school. I was rocking like a mustache and a beard and a goatee. So would I shave it? Probably not. I hate shaving. Yeah, <laughs> I hate shaving. But I mean, I keep I try to keep it in order. You know, yeah. I try to manage it. So yeah. I, I can't. I tried, and like it just doesn't work out for me. I mean, the Asian side of me pretty much defeats the purpose of like growing a fuller beard. But I just don't <laughs> like. If I like let it grow, it just looks bad. So I'm like, after a while, I'm just like, just keep it short, keep it tough. Yeah, man. Yeah, because uh, the like with beards, it's it's about the thickness. It's mm-hmm. not about the length. Yeah. You know, so like my beard, it's light up top. Like at this, because I I blend it that way. But this thing, it can be like a, you know, like a bird's nest on my jaw and my chin. Like this thing can get crazy, you know. Yeah, I wish I could grow that. See, I don't, I don't know, man. You know, everybody wants what they don't have. Yeah. Because like when I was a kid, I hated my curly hair because it was hard to manage, like combing it and stuff. Like you know, because it's thick and curly. But then, like as I got older, I'm just like. I just cut it short, you know, and it got wavy or whatever, and it straightened, you know, just because it was shorter and it was just easier to deal with. I don't know, man. So I wanted straight hair, so it was easier to comb. And then everybody who I knew that had straight hair wanted curly hair, you know. <laughs> no, 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 that, that's like the weird thing about this, it. but it's, it's funny because like today, I mean, at least here in Phoenix, everybody here wants wants curly hair. Like if if there's like there's there's kids that go to like my son's high school. And like in, in like eighth grade, they had straight hair and they literally went, I guess they went and got a perm because like now they nah, got man. curly hair. I'm looking at them like your hair was never curly from the time that I've known you. You permed it. And if you act, if you act wrong with my son, I'm going to let everyone in your school know that you went and you permed it. Throw Damn. water on the head. <laughs> that come out. I don't know, man. That's crazy. Where is Carlos, man? Jeez. Uh, 
Lawrence is asking, does Sneed color his beard? Nah, man. I don't color my beard, bro. <laughs> I mean, I I trim this thing at least once a week. You know, this thing grows like wildfire, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. I wish I could say the same for me, but I'm like, well, mine's is just way too thin. See, my my brother's kind of got he's kind of got the beard that in order for him to really get it to be full, he has to let it grow long. The minute he starts to like trim it, it loses the fullness. So the length compensates for his lack of thickness, you know, so he he lets it grow a little bit longer, but then it starts to get kind of like scruffy shaggy, you know? So, you know, it's it's working. That's why he didn't come in. Yeah. Lawrence, check your DM. (laughs) If Technoid is still here holding it down since I gave him the wrench, check your DM. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I like, you know, I guess for me with my live streams, I like to end it off, you know, just in just conversations. Conversation just to kind of mellow everything out. I mean, I like talking Man. about everything about the sun. That's why I went variety on my channel. Yeah, I, I respect that, bro. Um the when you pigeon pigeonhole yourself to a topic. You know, you you feel like maybe some of your creative juices might be contained. You know, you're not kind of letting them flow. So you have this idea or you want to do something. You're like, man, I can't. I mean, nobody's going to watch. Right. Or it's not really what I do on my channel, you know, and it becomes more of a barrier. You know, who needs another barrier on their YouTube creation created? You know, like you need to be a creator. You need to be free to do things like it takes away like. And that's one of the things I do with students. You know, I don't care how you get to the point, but just get there, you know? So if there's a different way for you to take notes or if there's a diagram that you want to draw to help you understand a concept, I don't care how you get there as long as you get there, you know? Yeah. And uh, if any of your students see this, if they YouTube search your name for curiosity and they find this, whatever info they've learned about you, it's not going to give them a leg up over you because... (laughs) You're a sharp one, so they ain't gonna be like, oh well, maybe I can butter up and uh maybe I ask him about 5G and get- <laughs> maybe he'll let me slide that I forgot to do my homework. It ain't happening. I've, I've I've had a couple students ask me about 5G. They're like, hey, you know, what is this gonna, you know, is it is it scary? Should we be worried about our health? Like, are we gonna, you know? And I'm just like, I'm like, look, man, you got five minutes. I need five minutes of your time, you know. <laughs> Because really, you need an understanding of physics. Yeah. You know, you need just the most basic fundamental understanding of physics, right? Frequency waves and stuff like that. All I see is, uh, wait, what? I thought I sent it to you. Oh, my God. My bad. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So if anyone wanted to know if I had a blonde moment, that's what people call them, I guess, still or whatever. Um, I just literally DM'd. <laughs> God, I just DM'd Lawrence and Technoid the link to, to Technoid's channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lawrence. Funny, bro. You're not, yeah, you're not managing your uh, your links, dude. Well, it's because like in the middle of, of of all that that stuff that happened in the very beginning with you know and. You know, Techno is like, hey, you know, make me a mod. 
that's what I did. So I grabbed the link to his channel just to quickly throw it in the moderator box and lock him in so he got the wrench and hold it down. Baby Yoda, by the way, I'll give I'll give you the wrench too, bro. I know you wanted it, but I wanted to stay focused on on uh, what we were doing here. And like me, I get sidetracked easy. If I switch to another tab on my on my Chromebook, then people are gonna tell they're, they're gonna think, is he not paying attention to what's needs saying? How dare he? <laughs> destroy, seek and destroy. Oh, that's what it is. Um Vol- had to do with Voltron, the hashtag. Hashtag form Voltron. Yes, yep. yep. So that day there was, he actually ended up being a friend. I I had no idea. This person Can came in and started. Uh, hey, Lawrence, what's going on, man? So this person came in and I'd never seen him before. Maybe he was lurking and he was watching videos, but never commented or got on the live stream and chatted. So, he came in and he was like hashtagging all this stuff. And they were hashtags I was unfamiliar with. They were hashtag from what I was assumed was his channel. I thought he was bombing my channel. So I said, Mod Squad, form Voltron. Like, get these guys out of here, right? And they started banning everybody, bro. Like <laughs> they started like, yeah, just pulling them all out, man. And I was just like, wow, they really did form Voltron. What is happening right now? Okay. All right. Lawrence? Oh, this- yeah, I, I had to switch phones because, you know, beta 14 is not, you know, StreamYard friendly. Ah. <laughs> still so, yeah, got that, that was the form Voltron thing. It was, it was, but he ended up being a friend of the show. I promoted his channel on Twitter. I felt bad about the whole thing. I said, I'm sorry. I didn't know what you were doing. They weren't hashtags that I do, you know. I didn't know. And he was like, no, no, I want to support you. I'm bringing my community here. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, we fixed it. <laughs> it uh, when you said that, I mean, see, there's, and that's, that's, that's the thing that I love about, about your live streams is that, you know, you know, you, you take care of business, what you want to get out there. And then it becomes a free for all towards the end, just to really kind of mellow out just like a, like everyone, even though we're not in the physical same, same spot, we're having just, you know, a, just a hangout, just we're kicking back and, when you said form Voltron, I kid you not. It took me back to when I watched Voltron. And all I heard was the theme song in my head. I seen the lions start to prepare to unite. I was like, that is so awesome. Like, now it's like hashtag form Voltron. And that's like, that is it for the mods. Like, all of us know when we hear you say that, whoever you're referencing to, we're going to get them quick. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the goons come out. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Because, I mean, like, you know, that's that's the thing that has always uh, really kind of kind of irritated me with, like, um, some people. Like, I get when you come inside there, maybe you know you want to have a debate with somebody, and that's understandable. Hell, I know that you will give someone the time to, you know, convey their thoughts, and then you'll have your rebuttal if what they're saying is garbage. <laughs> like, you know, if an argument about T-Mobile, you won't just cut them off and get them out of there. Like you said, you want to have that debate with them. You want to you know, if they continue to not like you, you want them to be there for the view, if if anything. But you would rather. Yeah, I would. I would rather engage in the banter, the discourse, the conversation. Uh, there's certain things I won't tolerate. I won't tolerate disrespect. I won't tolerate name calling. Um, I won't tolerate ignorant personal shots. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't do that to people. I don't want it done to anybody within my community you know stuff like that so um so yeah man i mean just 
you got to know how to deal with people. And there's that's the thing, man. YouTube is full of people that are all over the world that yeah. have been either socialized incorrectly or have not been socialized. So you can't control what their background is. Like Tito, you're a man of respect. Lawrence is a man of respect. You know, there's an understanding that that's a socialization thing. Some people don't have that. You yeah. know, some people have personal issues. Some people never learned those things. They're subtle, right? You pick up on them over the course of two, three decades. You know, you probably don't really know how to properly interact with most people until you're in your 30s or 40s. Yeah. You know, it literally takes decades of learning people to understand how they work. Well, I, I, if I can interject, I know Tito will relate to this. As a part of living in Hawaii, the first thing you're taught is respect your elders. If you're truly disciplined correctly, it's always take your slippers off at the door and respect your elders, no matter if you agree with them or not. And that's the one big life lesson living in Hawaii. Because living in Hawaii, you know, there's a lot of people that live paycheck to paycheck. Tino knows what I'm talking about when you spend $6 for a gallon of milk. So when you're spending, you got to buy cereal on sale when it's two for $6 and you buy a gallon of milk. And if you're buying a gallon of milk every five days, because you got a family that can pound a gallon of milk in four days, you're talking $6 times, that's like almost $40 a month. And that's just milk. You know, milk is more expensive than gas for crying out loud here. This is you, Sneed. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Boy, we're taught. We're, we're, we're taught so, above it. I don't see anything in my email, bro. <clears throat> so Tito knows what I'm talking about and just growing up in Hawaii and what it takes just to survive and keep your head above water. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people that I know he had to adapt to different changes there. But it was it made it a lot easier when your grocery bill is cut by two thirds. Oh, uh, no, you that thing. that's why I, I was gonna say no, you. I I don't control that email. That one goes to Pete, so he'll get to you as soon as he sees the email. Sorry about that. No, nah, no worries. But you know yeah. what I mean, Tito. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Um, but I think that's just, that's something that should be a standard, anyways. I mean. You know, with the way that the way that um, society's taught today, I I really feel like that uh, values are not really taught anymore in the home. Some people still do it, but a lot of a lot of people don't. But you know, that also contributes to the fact of just like how the home is nowadays compared to like what it was when I was growing up. Mo- most of the people that I knew had both parents in home, so they had a father. You know, to kind of instill that discipline and also to teach you know like the core like what we, we consider core values. And you had the mom for the more nurturing thing most. Most families today don't don't have that. So like the kids don't respect their elders. They're not taught to, you know. Like here, there's times. And you know what? Like I, I probably sound like a bad guy for saying this, you know. But like there's like a lot of teenagers in this, in this block area. They're they're gang related. They gonna be hardcore, and they they will talk. They will talk some smack to me, and like I bite my tongue, you know, because they don't know any better. You know, they weren't taught wow. anything. Wow. But also, I also think in my head too. And I don't ever say it out loud. Is this is one of those times where like. If God can grant one wish, make me 16, give me like <laughs> half an hour, because I will take off on all of them. <laughs> Man. But I mean, yeah, it's, 
today is just today is so so totally totally different man it just sucks and like i mean that's why my kids are really close to me like i don't want them picking up on what's out there like i want them to be themselves i don't want them to feel like they have to grow up fast i teach my kids you know be a leader not a follower do you if you don't want to act grown up then don't act grown up be a kid enjoy it now because that's where i screwed up i try to grow up so quickly and Technoid, I think. Oh, uh, I don't know if I corrected that. I corrected him. Let me. Uh, I'm so sorry, man. So, hey, Tito, while you're doing this, I just want to mention to Sneed. You know, I know your channel is gonna grow because just talking about where you came from and how you tried to collaborate with other people. You know what I mean? And that didn't see what you you had to offer. Now you're giving that to other people. And when other people come in your channel, they're saying, hey, man, this guy's an actual man of the people and wants the, com the full community to grow. You know what I mean? So you know where you came from and the struggles you had to go through just to get a collaboration. So it makes it easier for you to say, hey, you know, I got a, I got a good vibe for you. Come on in and I'll help you help you grow. Kathy, and you can also contribute to what you have to offer as well. I appreciate that, Lawrence. Man, thank you. And I, I know you, you're a supporter of the SMT Nation. You support me. You know, you've always been so kind and and generous and helpful. And you know, you've always been so positive to the things and supportive to the the cause, like to what I'm doing on the channel and stuff. So, I appreciate that, man. And thank you for those cool. well wishes. It, it makes it very easy when you see somebody going in a direction of going up, but not looking, not, not, you know, you always look back. You go up, you there's a lot of people that, that move up, but they up. never look back where they but came from. Looking, you're not, always not looking back where back. you came from, and you're also moving forward. It's true. I always, I always think about how I got here. I always think about that journey, you know? I mean, look at some of the creators that started off and now they're where they're at now. They forgot where they came from. They forgot where they came from and what the struggles they went through. And they're just, their their head has been inflated like a balloon. They're only going up, up, up and never looking back to appreciate where they, they came from. And that's what you're doing. You always appreciate what you have. And that's why you you continue to grow. Look at your numbers, dude. It's like every time I check your your specs, it's like a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. It's always going up. And I only see you. And I I give you another what three years? You'll be at easy fifteen thousand subs. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, man. <laughs> I like the concept of growth, man. I love the I love the prospects of the channel. You know, the community getting larger getting more views, getting contributors, interacting more, doing more collaborations. Bro, this is this is what it's about. You know? well, and you got to you got to look at it this way too. A lot of people LTE has just turned into a teenager. You know what I mean? It's like in dog LTE is still in dog years. This it's still it's just becoming a teenager. It's still developing. And you got 5G as the infant. You know what I mean? That's that little, that's that little, that little, little brother. Okay, so by the time five years from now comes, and hopefully LTE matures into an adult, and then 5G is still coming around as a teenager, 
by then your channel will even grow even further because there's so much more opportunity. It's just really, it's really be just beginning. Even though it's what over ten years of LTE, you gotta look yeah. at it, it's only ten yeah. years. Yeah, but it's so it's, it's, it's not going to change much. A it's only right now. It's still a, there's so much potential in LTE. It's still a teenager. But those those carriers aren't really investing in LT technology anymore. You know, their their R and D is all going into five G. You know, yeah, because LTE is just going to be a backbone for vo for voice. Well, it's important, forward. but it's it's matured to their liking. You know, they're now thinking, okay, well, it's good enough, so let's just invest in all this new stuff because we can market new stuff. I don't know. My my predictions right now they're still just still developing five G and when they're when you have major outages you have to have something to fall back to. Technology oh, for the moment. So when you're ready, just unmute. My predictions, uh, Snead, for your your channel like that question when they were like, "What do you see your channel in five years from now?" Um, five years from now, at the same rate that you're going right now. I'm probably putting you well, well, well past 250,000 subs. What? In five years from now. What? That's crazy. He's ready. What? What is happening right now? Wait, did he un unmute himself? <laughs> oh, no. Let's go in the clutch, G, baby. Miami number 22 coming from Chicago. Jimmy Buckets. This is why our people don't have anything. Let's go. <laughs> I just got back off the replay. Dude, my heart was pounding. He clutched those two threes. Let's go. Oh, he forgot to take his meds. Whoa. <laughs> nah, I had me some G Fuel. Whoa! <laughs> I rep that with pride. Job well done, boys. John well done. Maverick oh, said, oh, my God. Let's pull up a chair here. Let's relax it down. I'm watching the OKC Houston game. I'm not rooting for anybody there, but I'm actually kind of interested in that game. This, this, this is why, this is why our people don't have anything. This is This is why. This is <laughs> just when you went two steps above, in comes me, four steps down the stairs. It's all my fault, bro. It's all my fault. It created a monster, bro. I I say things like "Do you?" You know, "Do you?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> Damn, we got a good game here with OKC. What's up, uh, boy? Yeah, well, it, bro? I'm telling you right now, I watched this whole thing. Even with the game, filming an episode of Technoid for tomorrow, I watched this entire stream from start to now. So I didn't miss a beat. I appreciate you getting the – I gave you the, the wrench. I appreciate you um, holding it down there, man, because it's like, yeah. I'm, you missed uh, it. It was getting yeah. wild. It, it was getting wild. I couldn't do much because yeah. I didn't have the wrench. But I'll tell you right now, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was kind of – I was like – I mean, you know, at any time – they get it on a different place, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I had to block, I had to block dude just because he, he was stirring the hornet's nest. And like, this was 
supposed to be for everyone to finally get a glimpse inside of the brain of Sneed. So yeah, I had to get him out of there. But when you're like give you know give you the wrench, done. Yep. And during all that, while monitoring himself, I was I told you I was filming Technoid. I just transposed the video and now I'm actually editing it while we're doing this. I was doing like triple duty, watching the basketball game, monitoring, (laughs) doing this, and filming. I got I got a good one. I got a I got a great one for Technoid. For anybody out there who needs new B rolls with a hype man, email Technoid and he'll make his (laughs) uh, ultimate. B roll and hype you up. Just, oh, just, just fifty dollars a B roll. Facts. That's price. Facts. That's price. That was crazy though, because like for anyone out there, now he just said everything that he was just doing right now. Watch this whole thing from beginning till now. Watch the game. Film the video. Getting <laughs> a video right now. And the crazy thing is, his goal is not to be at the millions of subscribers. He just loves doing what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. You, you gotta, hey, listen, why don't you pick apart my brain next time? And then I'll tell you what's going on with that crazy, kooky minded Willie Walker. I can't keep giving it all out, man. I just, <laughs> I just gave out Carlos. <laughs> You're after Carlos, but hey, now, now you guys know. Number three, Technoid. <laughs> I'll pick his brain. Oh, yeah. No, not, no, to, no. not to forget, te- Technoid is also available for weddings, bar mitzvahs. And your next graduation party. I'll pull, a, I'll, pull a, I'll pull a Joe Rogan at the press conferences. In it in the corner. Way to <laughs> John Bose Jones. <laughs> oh, man. Must have had a double espresso or something. <laughs> double espresso did nothing. Yeah, that's did crazy. Now, By the way, Pixel 4A video, man, really good. I, I love the way you put that all together, man. I, yeah. Hey, listen. I can't take all the credit. The credit goes to well, where is this thing pointing? Goes to that man up on the upper right corner, right over there. This man, I gotta give him credit where credit is due. And yeah, we know he's gonna credit. shake his head. No, he's very modest. Nah, hey, dude. You don't want to admit, <laughs> but I'm telling you, if it wasn't for his help in assisting me with getting the spec sheets for the X15 modem, I probably would not have been that much detailed. I probably would have just been a regular old average day review. It was good, and I even loved the touch testing out the um, the duo call with with Sneed, and then you did a voice call to kind of test it out. That's, and again, that's what I'm saying. Like when I say that you are the future in this space, and people just question it, like how your video is all the explanation that I would need. I wouldn't have to tell anybody why. I'll just be like, watch this video. Yeah. Stuff you do, bro. That's- that family matters, bro. <laughs> bro, bro, like. I mean, dude, I I love your channel, dude. Your your technoid is where it's at. Like, bro, even like the camera when he's like <laughs> he he pretends like he didn't know the camera was there. He's like, <laughs> I had to pull I had to pull out the ninety stops. You know? Oh my god, bro! Like that's little detail, bro. That's that's subtle stuff. But here's Bro, the thing. See, you, this is what I love. And you know what? I'm going to come clean. I love that you guys take the time to, to, to find these little things and, you know, really appreciate them. Because here's the thing. I didn't plan this stuff out. I just did it right there. I'm like, I'm tying my hair up. I'm just like, oh, hey, hey, what's up, man? I don't think into that far. I just do it. Bro, he got lug nuts. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got he got the the Power Rangers intro. He got, you know, I was telling him I wanted to do wanted him to do something for Yasmin. I'm working. You on You know it. what I'm saying? He's working on it, and and I trust that it's going to be awesome, bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. What's up, Lawrence? I'm interject. Oh. This, is, this is this is what everybody has to do. Technoid, Tito, Sneed, Carlos. You need to submit, subscribe. Not immediately. Immediately. <laughs> you see the shirt? <laughs> yes, I bought Viper's shirt because it was oh, it was man. a unique scene. Sorry, man. That's the only yeah. you know that that's the only shirt that I bought because it was it was interesting and unique because even I, I I don't... people look at it and say, <laughs> I don't want that, that. That's that's awesome. How long has he been saying that word? I'm curious because that's from, from the, somewhere. From the if very I had beginning, a dollar, every time it was, the, it was from the very beginning. But what is the very, the very beginning? beginning I'm I'm curious. From when he started, I guess when he started his channel, that was the saying because people was telling him, "Man, you need to make a shirt with that saying." And that's no, the no, but reason I'm, why he made the shirt. That's what I'm asking is like how low, how far back is that? Like when did he like when did he make his channel? Because I know uh, where that's I, from. I, I, I know where that's know. from, Ooh. and it's not him. Ooh. Uh, I have you know? no idea. It's been, it's been at least I, I think I've had this shirt for over a year, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, this that's well, that's that's been around for at least how old is Bernie? How long well, has Bernie Mac been I, dead? Oh man, maybe I don't know a few years. I didn't say yeah. he created the scene. He's but it is he does it. use it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is he does use it. That's true. Nobody else does. I don't mess with that man, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Lug Nuts. <laughs> okay, fun fact. That is actually a parody of Viper, and I'll come clean and say it. <laughs> is, unlike the brain-dead idiot that he is, I use it for two seconds. He drags it in a whole video. Uh, like, no, man, you ain't got to calm that, bro. That's being hard, man. It's just, the, it's just the, you know, he's putting on, he's an entertainer. He's putting on a show, man. Here's the difference between putting on a show and acting like a child. Putting on a show is actually entertaining for maybe three minutes, and then after that, you can finally relax. In his show, the first okay, 30 now, seconds, now, if you want to now, now, now I'm going to interrupt because you can oh, reverse bro. it. You can put the shoe on the <laughs> other foot, and people might say that about you, dude. Hey, let him. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. You're like jumping jack, dude. Sometimes you bounce off the wall. Yeah, but the same thing with Viper. If you look at it that way, that that's his way of doing it. That that's your way of doing yeah. it. So you have to look at it yeah. the same way. It might be irritating. It might be irritating. It might be irritating at times. But everybody has their own special uniqueness about them. So you want to be stay PG. Just call him a unique individual. Okay, I'm taking notes now. I'm gonna try and find me. I'm some a PG thirteen. I wrote that book. Not unique. Inadequate. No, but see, remember, no, you're 20, I'm 48. One thing I can teach you is be be positive, stay neutral. That way you won't put your foot in your mouth. Because you know what? Oh, oh. I put people's foot in their mouths. Here's the funny That's why with my last job. Like I, no, I love, I, I love people putting their mouths in their mouth. Honestly, answer the question. Uh, Do you think this is who I am? Talking shit about other people. 
Do you think that's what I do? Do you think I like it? Do you think of course, that's of course, of course not. Of course not. But then yeah. you're, you're not right now. You got to take your ADHD medicine, dude, because you're going off the rails. Well, here's the difference. I'm you sorry. Know. You got to calm down a little bit. You got to. You have to calm down a little bit sometimes. That's all here's I'm saying. You're an amazing guy, dude. But sometimes I'm calm right now. I don't see nothing wrong. Well, I ain't seeing nothing. That's the way you, if that's the way you. If that's the way you perceive it, then uh, more power to you. Hey man, if you your, think that's your video problem. editing is amazing, I don't see it as a problem. I'm just giving you advice as an older older person. Your videos are amazing, but sometimes you do interrupt people. All right, I'm just keeping it fun. real, dude. I'm just keeping it real. I I do think that it's just the energy, right? He's got a lot to say. Yeah. He's got a lot that he wants to get, and yeah, I mean, I think I mean I catch myself doing it too. You know, I'll bring somebody on my show. I get caught up in the moment and sometimes I might interrupt or intervene and maybe I should step back and stuff. It's it's a subtle thing. That's one of those communication, you know, tricks and techniques that sometimes you have to step back and be like, oh, maybe I'm, you know, being extra or something. I've caught yeah. myself before doing that. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I'll be real with you guys. I'll open up. I'll even complete. Sometimes when I say this stuff, it's fake. Don't even <laughs> you know, I don't know, like, I'll be real with you. Well, well, Mike, you've got a, uh, you've got, you've got that, you've got that entertainment element to you, right? You like your, yeah, tune it a little bit, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, for me personally, I wouldn't want you to be any other way than you. Yeah. Now, at the end of the day, it's all respect and it's all love. I don't like to start things with people, and if people want to say I do, hey, listen, it's all love. It's not fine. I'm not here looking to pick a fight. Y'all no. <laughs> oh, no, man. Everyone's over here like, well, that escalated. I mean, hey, it could have went any other way. It's all love here. Yeah, yeah. So. No, but Tito, you got to remember now. Tell you been you lived in Hawaii. We tell it like it is. No beating around the bush. Yeah, we keep it real in Hawaii. Or yeah, that's, right, that's, right, that's, Portuguese. that's right. No, that's yeah. I'm a Portuguese dude. That's why I told my, no, my girlfriend. I'm the king of Portuguese. Uh, if you say something, <laughs> I'm going to call you on it. I'm going to make you put your foot in your mouth and you're going to regret it. That's why people hey, tell me I... you got jokes. And I go, I tell them, yes, damn right. I got jokes 24 7. What is what? I'm the high nigh brother, right? I wouldn't have sent you two mega boxes from Hawaii without showing you appreciation for. All the things you do, yeah, man. It made it easy to send it to you. There was no hesitation, it just took, took some time to get there. <laughs> it was amazing, man. Nobody ever sent me anything, just you know, like it's just thought, you know, when somebody does something nice for you like that, bro, it just lets you know that people are on your side, you know, people, you know, thinking good things, you know. But here's, here's the thing, though. Um, I want to put this out there, all right? And um, my sister still feels this way today. She is seriously impressed with Technoid. Or Michael. No, no you, made, you made a... I'm going to call you Michael because you're my Hanai brother. Like, Yeah, buddy. Stamped on there. You made a lasting impression. And um, because when he joined us on the live stream... Uh, where me and my sister were talking, and uh, he came in there. The stuff that he talked about, well, like, you know, he he has an old he has an old soul to him, even though he's a young man. Like I tell people right now, don't make the the mistake of thinking, well, because Michael's twenty, that 
you know, there's a lot more to life that he needs to know. I mean, he understands that he doesn't know everything in the world and that a lot of things he's going to learn with the experience. But the things that the, the values, this again, this goes back to what I was saying earlier with values, the values that, that, his, that his parents instilled in him created a very young, wise man. I kid you not. He's very wise for someone his age. You don't, it's refreshing. You are like, you're just, you're a refreshing person because for your, for who you are and for the way that you think and what you conveyed with us that day, not a lot of people speak the way that you do. That's yeah, I, I know what you mean. You know what it is? And I'll, I've said this to many people, you know, I have kind of a benefit because I was raised in two different lifestyles. So I was raised uh, from an Italian side, from my father, old school style, and my mother, the hardworking style from South America, Guyana, coming to America. So I kind of learned the best of both worlds, being able to, to balance out both lifestyles, both living and lessons learned. And the thing that I, I always tell people that just because I'm 20 doesn't mean that I know it all. Just because I say the things that I mean, and just because I say things that impress, like you said, that's not the definitive end. There's still more to life that's going to happen. There's so much more coming. But if I know enough now, thanks to the love, support, and the lessons from my parents, because I look at it like this. My parents are not there to be my friends. They're there to be my guide, my mentors, and people to get, help me get to life and get to where I need to be. Because if they're going to be my friends, they're going to just keep tampering me along the way. They're going to be like, oh, well, you know, you, you could have lived a little better, but you did your best. No, my parents were always straight up and said, Mike, you failed, but you're not done yet. You can get back up. You can keep trying hard, and you just do what you got to do. Don't stay on the ground. Dig yourself out, and we can't help you. That was kind of their message. They're not going to be there to help you forever. You need to make these things happen. You have to do it yourself because if you don't do it for yourself, nobody's going to do it for you. So that's how I was raised. Do everything for myself and I hey, listen. If your sister likes me, that's that means a lot here, because I just told her that's how I am. I'm not this young kid that's gonna go out and be an idiot. I usually think twice before I do things, and I always appreciate it when I can show people, and not by words, by actual actions. That's the way I live, because words they say a lot, but actions speak louder than words. That's what I always remember from my mother. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Lawrence, you made a lasting impression on Ricky now. <laughs> Say that again. I said you made a lasting impression uh, I, I, on Ricky now. <laughs> what do you mean? He said, "Remind me to never go to Hawaii." Come to Hawaii. I can say. I can say this. To, I can say this to anybody. Okay. I know. If you're of the fair, uh, and Tito, you'll agree with me on this one. If you are a fair complexion and you hear the word howly, do not turn around. Do not turn yeah. around. Do not stop. Just keep on going. Yeah. Keep it pushing. That's my huh? advice. No. I mean, you know, is it still a tradition there for Kill Holly Day? Well, I'm not, I've never heard of that. And you I never heard of that? I, I don't, because I don't subscribe to that thinking. Dude, you know this I mean? was I'm going a... on when I was in seventh grade in Ali Amara Intermediate. So I'll explain it to everybody. Well, and, yeah, and this... but you know what I mean? I don't, I don't subscribe to that notion because I give, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt until you put your foot in your mouth. So I guess this is probably on um, 
Uh, well, I mean, Radford High School had a lot of the you know the military kids, right? So they did this thing. It's, it's like um, you know how like certain towns they have their traditions in school. Yeah. You know, like I think it's like I'll make reference to the movie um, Days and Confused, right? Where like the new freshmen had to hurry up and get home because the scene the new seniors were going to come and paddle them. Something like that, where it's like the locals would seek out like the military brat kids, and they would just mess with them all day. Like hazing and yeah, and stuff one like day that. out of the school year, they yeah. would just give them hell. It was one of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got. Uh, yeah, I participated shamefully. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you guys a funny story in high school. Yeah, was- because go ahead, go ahead. You, know, you no, you participated because a majority of it was Howleys that didn't know how to act. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, um, if I could go, um, I got a funny story. I'll tell you guys. Um, I, when I moved out here to uh, Staten Island, because I lived in uh, Brooklyn, when I came out from eighth grade into high school, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I was a little nerd. I was that, that short kid that still was in the middle school age, like, you know, the middle school bracket. Like, you know how you're still kind of like, you know, oh, I want a girlfriend, but like, you like weird eighth grade. We've all been through. The funny thing was, is that I was on in high school. I, I went from a Catholic school to public school. And I remember the first day I went in there, I remember I saw all these kids dressed up in like jeans and stuff. Cause I used to wear uniforms and I hated wearing uniforms. So the first week I'm like, thank you Lord, no uniform. But then as we go along and along and then I see kids dressing up because they are in sports team. I'm like, damn, I actually want to dress up now. So, <laughs> so in an attempt to just dress up to try to fit in, I joined, and I swear on everything. I got my photos. I joined the fencing team. That taught me the first thing I needed to know about high school. That was the first thing that taught me. Do not try to be something that you're not. Just be yourself. That was the first lesson I learned. It was just to be yourself. And when I quit the fencing team, because I was like, clearly, I'm not – I'm not a fencer. I can't learn this. And I'm just not. By allowing me to step back, and, and thank you, Kathy. I appreciate that. Uh, by yeah. allowing me to take a few steps back and just focus on who I am, it allowed me to, to, to kind of operate and do things I want to do, but also kind of figure out who I want to be. I joined marching band. Uh, I joined the band program. I got into Cisco networking. Uh, from there, I just kind of enjoyed my tenure. I drove it out. Yeah, I made a few mistakes, but ultimately, I can't say anything I'd regret. Now I'm in college and I'm on top of my classes. All my homework is done. And in my free time, I just make YouTube videos. And, you know, a lot of people and Tito, you know, you always say, I'm not doing this for fame stuff. You're right. I don't do this because I want to be a famous YouTuber. I'm just doing this because I'm bored. And when I'm bored, my mind just starts ticking away. And it's like, what can you do with your spare time besides studying, obviously? So I make videos and videos kind of, if I have to kind of open up a little personal um, videos kind of help make me feel more confident and more, um, more, I don't know how to kind of say this, but more, more open and, and honest with myself because it allows me to kind of show people that I'm not just your standard average kid. I can do things, yeah. but at the same time, it allows me to also be, like you said, an entertainer. Yeah, the energy's there. Yeah, the trash talk is there. Yeah, the no BS and stuff is there. But at the core of all of it, 
is just a kid. That's really what it is. It's just me. And I'm happy doing what I do. People may not like it, but you know what? I'm not in it for the long term. When there's going to come a time when I'm going to be done with this stuff because I'm going to have a job. I'm probably not going to be invested. And who knows? When I have children, they're probably going to see this and they'll be like, damn, my dad was a freak. <laughs> I had fun with it and I enjoyed it because this is what YouTube's done for me. It's opened the doors. It's allowed me to meet new people like Sam, you know, you, Lawrence. And it's allowed me to kind of express myself in a way that I haven't been able to with people. Because when people watch my videos, they say, you're not like this in real life. But I'm like, you got to watch closely. I kind of am. It's just not take the tech stuff out of it. And that's really my goal is just to have fun on this platform and just make a lot of friends along the way. Nice, dude. What's up, Tech Lover Mama? What's happening, Stacy? They just getting into the chat. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um it's it's interesting, bro, how things kind of pan out. Like if you you know, you, you talk about walking away and what are you leaving behind and you know your kids seeing the videos that I wonder what that's gonna be like, man. Like when Yasmin gets older and she looks back at videos, what what is she gonna say? My dad was a network nerd, you know. <laughs> you know? Nah, and listen, the best thing we can give in our lifetime that my father told me is a What's in, up, big Lou? is a lasting legacy. Not mm-hmm. by money, not by by cars and houses, but by what you do and the things you can bring. And I look at my dad and I use him as the best example because my dad's 81 and I'm proud that he's 81 because I would not have the knowledge because of him, but he's already left a legacy on me. The way I look at it and I approach things in life and the way that I am, like it's more than just that. He was there for me in times where I needed people uh, in terms of being with people and just in terms of support. So I use my dad always, and anybody will see this in my videos and anything. My dad is the best example that I have for when it comes to leaving a legacy because I watch videos of him when he was younger, and I say, I wish I knew him when he was younger. But that's what it is. What about BK Big Lou, Brooklyn? Where Brooklyn at? Where (laughs) Brooklyn at? You know, I just thought of something right now. Um, Later on, I'm going to re-edit the title to this live stream because – one-on-one with Sneed kind of pitches like we're about to do battle. And, you know, I said that, that you know, I don't fear anybody, but you want to take down a coyote. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's change it up. 20 questions yeah, I do. or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do want to take I, – I want I want to try my luck with a coyote. I also want to fight a bear. No, you, no, no, you don't. You know, because when you All brought right. up the coyote story, my girlfriend told me about a coyote story in California. Okay. She had a doctor friend that now that she lives in Hawaii now, but used to live in California, and he had a maid. So the maid would take care of the house, and the chihuahua was acting up. So she kicked the chihuahua out the door. Before she even kicked it out the door, the coyote came down, swiped up, grabbed the chihuahua. Before she had a chance, that chihuahua was history. And she was, like, crying, literally crying, because the chihuahua was barking at all kinds of stuff. And she put him on a timeout on the outside, and he lived in the vet, in the hills. That it was gone in like five seconds. Then three weeks later, this Frenchie, they had the the door, the doggy door. Just so happened, a pack of, pack of coyotes came into the house, and that Frenchie got torn up. There was blood everywhere. 
So when you brought yeah. that up the last time, and I was like, no, man. Sneed, you got to remember now. One-on-one, I'll give you the odds, but Coyotes is going packs, dude. They're, they're literally pack hunters. Not always so here. Three to four of them. I will. Yeah, but then you you, I, have, I, you have that lone, with that lone one, but you got to remember that it's not too far apart. Bro, well, let me I, interject I, that. If Sneed yeah. comes here to take down a coyote, yes, they may travel in packs, but the SMT Nation is much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and I I have I have no problem choke slamming two coyotes at once to get my point across. I really don't. Uh, the real the real challenge would be a, a mountain lion. If you can take on a mountain lion, I, I don't I don't think I want any part. I don't I don't I'm not no, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one alone. I feel like I've overstepped my boundaries with the mountain lion, <laughs> bro. Those those claws are crazy. Have you seen them? Like the the paw is like this big, and then the claws. I no, nah, I don't have weapons. I mean, if I got weapons, maybe. Can I? Do I get to take my like ball and chain? Do I get like a Thor hammer? Do I get Mjolnir or whatever it's called? No. Nah, do I get any carry, of that? Just carry some bear mace and you'll be all right. Bear mace. <laughs> that does it for all the time. Oh my god! Oh, you mentioned the lion. I think of the movie The Ghost in the Darkness, where that one jumps off the top of the the roof of that shack and like just slices dude open from the neck. I oh. got attacked. I got attacked by a dog once, like a legit, like large dog, like ninety pound pit bull. And then the What's bunny that? goes halfway to the yard, and then the hawk comes down and flies off with the bunny. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, man. Hey, uh, listen, guys. Uh, I'm going to hop off a little early. Uh, I'm going to go work on this video. And also, I'm going to do a couple, a little bit of homework. So that way I can, because I don't got class till 6.30 tomorrow night. So I got plenty of time to stay up. But listen, um, I just want to say, Tito, this was an excellent interview. Uh, this was very nice. I got to say, this was probably the closest that I think I've ever heard Sam open up. And also, you know, knowing about it. Because I didn't know about his thumbnail or anything. So I just want to say, this was a great interview. You conducted it very well. You asked some great questions, especially from the fans. And Sneed, Sam, if there was any more reason for me to like you, improved it. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to see you. I always like seeing you in my videos, so definitely keep commenting. Always. What are you talking about? I saw you comment a couple of comments in my videos, so it's always good to see you when you comment. So definitely keep on spreading the love, man. Yeah. Well, and, um, by the way, everybody, um, for questions you guys may have for Technoid, think them up. Um, hit me up on a DM on Twitter or um, in my descriptions, my email address, send me an email. Let's build those questions up. So when I, when he's uh, on the hot seat, I got questions. Nah, hey, listen, you don't got to interview me, man. You don't have to do it. You got oh, other boy, better dude. people than me. There are better people than me, like Carlos and, and other people. So I am doing Carlos. The, the, the thing is, is that several of you guys are going to be put in the hot seat. This is something that I'm doing new to the channel is putting you guys in the hot seat and just giving everybody a chance to really experience you guys beyond the tech side of things. That's the whole point of this. Tito, well, thank you for having me on. I got to bounce too, man. I got work in the morning, bro. It's it's 11.15 over here. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I got to I gotta be up at 5.30, so I'm getting pretty tired, and I know I got to get some two rest, hour, man. Two and a half hour stream, man. That, this is pretty good. This is it. Thank so you, bro. Thank you. Thanks for having me, bro. You made me feel like like really special. You know, like this was designed for me. So, man, it means a lot, bro, and thank you so much, man. Well, and I thank, I thank the community, man, for coming up with those questions. Those are good ones, too, man. Real good yeah, ones. Yeah, I don't know how many, how like in terms of who I would do this with, I don't think I would have accepted this invite from anybody else. So thank you, man. I appreciate it.
appreciate it. And yep. So that's uh, that's it for the show, everybody. We're gonna call it at that. Um, I appreciate y'all for stopping in. Appreciate y'all for being, you know, engaging. Even more questions that you took. You rapid fire instead of five. You just went ahead and just yeah. did it all. Yeah. Awesome. All right. all right, gentlemen. Well, y'all take it easy. Shout out to the SMT Nation. You guys have a great night. Peace. All right. Good night. Good night.